Hello, hello, hello. Virgin, Virgin, Virgin. Resurrect your Zambi and listen to the Uncut Gems podcast weekly show where we talk about movies nobody else wants to talk about. This is episode number 90 and my name is Jakub. And my name's Rande. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Rande. <laughs> and today uh, we're Nicholas again because, you know, he's just coming up with these ideas for, for, for the show. It's like, yeah, let's do these films and he's not showing up because he's, he's down with COVID. He's down with the sickness. If you if you remember your early two thousands well metal, then you'll know what I mean. Anyway, <laughs> just, uh, but today we're not alone. As you can hear, we have our good buddies Kevin and Aaron from the podcast that wouldn't die. How are you doing, folks? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Well, you know, absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll have you every week if you know, if if you come back. You know, <laughs> this is just the best. Like. I can't, like, you know, like I don't re-listen to to our old shows too often, but like sometimes some of them, some of the ones I come back to just when I'm like I don't know, doing something. I just feel I just want to feel good. I would just go and re-listen to like Hard Target. <laughs> it's just it's a classic. Like corner. No <laughs> uh, so good. Anyway, so happy to have you uh, both with us. It's so amazing that that we can have you here. And then you know we're, we're well, I don't know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it short because we have two films to talk about today. But before we do this, quick patron plug: Patreon.com/slash/UncutGemsPod is where you can find our extra shows. And this month we're kind of sort of tying into a little bit of our Halloween situation because on uh, around Halloween we'll be talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre two on a regular show, and then a week later uh, about Luca Guadagnino's Suspiria. Um, so we're just, it just makes sense to talk about the originals for this film. So we'll be talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, and then Suspiria, the original that you'll be able to find on our, uh, on our Patreon. I think by the time you listen to this, Texas Chainsaw Massacre bonus time should be available to listen as well. So, and also in October, David Lynch Marathon continues with Mulholland Drive. So get ready for that as well. And that's about it. So in the interest of time, because we have, as I said, we have two films to talk about today. We're kind of sort of getting ready for Halloween anyway, because we're talking about porn, uh, horror, both. I don't know. <laughs> it's just we're talking about uh, <laughs> two films directed by David Morrissey. Or uh, have, were they directed by David Morrissey? We'll figure out. I don't know. Uh, so It's a mystery. It's a mystery. I don't know. Uh, it could be, you know, they, they're allegedly directed by Antonio Margariti, but apparently he he never had anything to do with them. So you probably know that we're talking about, or you know what we're talking about if you're listening because you've seen the title. Anyway, so we're talking about Flesh from... <laughs> 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 it's, just, uh, it's a surprise! <laughs> you've seen the title of the show. It's We're talking about Flesh for Frankenstein and Blood for Dracula. And then let's just start with Flesh for Frankenstein. Something went wrong. What? Maybe the mixture of the blood wasn't right. You were the only one who knew about it. But maybe someone got into the laboratory. But who, Baron? The children, but they wouldn't do it. My sister. My sister. She always was very jealous of me, always. But we failed. That beautiful Serbian female. Everybody would have jumped, everyone. 
But maybe that head of that creature wasn't any good. His perfect nose. His perfect nose. He had the perfect brain. He was the king I wanted, and we failed. We have to try it again. Otto, we have to try it again. I'm going to prove that we can do it. We wait for so long. Fresh for Frankenstein stars Udo Kier, Joe D'Alessandro, Arno Jürgen, Monique van Voren, and a bunch of other people. Marco Freddy, I think, as well. Um, uh, and I think, oh, th- I'm, I'm going to butcher this, Sergian Zelenovich, I think. That's a Sasha. And then it, it's ba- it basically retells the story of Frankenstein, but in Serbia, <laughs> more or less, with a lot of nudity. <laughs> But the whole concept is like there's this one guy who starts a job on a on a on an estate of a wealthy sort of uh, wealthy dude who lives with his wife and I suppose his sister at the same time because incest is best, right? Um, <laughs> and in terms of keep the blood pure, <laughs> keep it pure, keep the blood pure. <laughs> and, and this, you know, he, and that's Udo here. And then it turns out he's Doctor Frankenstein and he's trying to uh, make I don't know a, a pure Serbian. Spe- specimen and then just resurrect the Serbian race. Um, I think there, we'll get into te- thematic connotations that are just a little bit sort of overwhelming in here, but uh, but the whole the whole story goes from there. <laughs> just so the a film, <laughs> yeah, the, the the film was directed by Peter Morrissey, or wasn't it? But I think it was released in America and, and I think in West Germany at the time as Andy Warhol's Frankenstein because <clears throat> more that's what I saw it as. Yeah. So it's Morrissey and Warhol were kind of buddy buddy at the time, and but weird because like Warhol was a little bit of a liberal and Morrissey was a little bit of a conservative, <laughs> apparently. Uh, so I'm not sure how they got along, but they were a little bit of a let's just say a bunch of provocateurs, and they went to Italy to make a few films for an Italian producer whose name now escapes me, um, and then as a result of I think a conversation with Roman Polanski, they decided to do this film because apparently Polanski said said to him like you'd be a perfect guy to do Frankenstein in 3D, and he was like you know what, sure, <laughs> this, and they did it, so. Um, uh and yeah i think i I, I just i'm gonna spare this whole thing like this film this this, just just cut it down to bare essentials the film was i think like an x-rated situation because of well a lot of nudity and violence and there was a bit of a tit for tat with mpaa and whatnot and i think was banned in a few countries for a while and it's a bit of a cult film so i don't think it ever got much of a release because of obvious reasons if you if you at least read the imdb sort of write up on parental guidance you'll know what i mean (laughs) uh so let's just dig into this. Guys, Erin, I know I knew you have a special place in your heart for this movie. Let's start with you. <laughs> what do you think about Flesh for, for, for Frankenstein? That's for, that's for everyone who hasn't listened to your, your podcast yet. But you should listen to their podcast. <laughs> but uh, tell us, tell us all. What do you think about Flesh for Frankenstein? I think it is a very unique reimagining of the Frankenstein story. It will blow your mind if you think you're you're just rolling into a basic Frankenstein story. <laughs> there will be screaming at the screen going, what the hell is he doing? What's going on? Why are there so many prostitutes? <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. It's just so bizarre that how do you not like it? True that, yeah. I think that's the, yeah. Just... Well, <laughs> but I think we, we'll just because we were just talking off mic. Can you just because you have a personal connection to it, don't you? Oh, 
I went to this bo- I went to this boarding school in the middle of nowhere in Arizona where every Friday you can sign up to go to the movies. It was a second run movie house. So you never knew. You just knew the van was leaving at 6:30 to drive us to the movies. So you didn't know what you were seeing until you got there. Uh, so they took 13, 14 year old Aaron to go see this and Lucio Fulci's uh, zombie and every kind of freakish uh, Bruce, not Bruce Lee, Bruce Lie. Nice. Uh, just whatever the hell it was. And it was horrifying. And we would sit in the very front row. We had to lean all the way back to look up at the look screen. At Joe Davisandro's ball sack. In full <laughs> glory. Oh my God. In technicolor. Uh, uh, it is man bush. It is mush. It is. In Panavision. Did you see this in 3D? <laughs> I know I see at least one of these in 3D where oh. we had to get the glasses. The the red and not not like 3D now, but is the red oh. and the blue glasses. The, the Cracker Jack box. Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's super shitty. It was like Jaws 3D where there's just always like a hunk of meat coming flying at let's you. Just, let's just specify the hunk of meat. <laughs> do you mean, Which meat are you yeah. referring to? Yeah, yeah. Do you mean, do you mean the uh, the organs? Well, not the, well, not the organs or the, the organs. Table. The organs or the organs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like the random liver that just pops out of people's bodies, just in full glory. Or did you mean did you mean Joe D'Alessandro's package? Package. Sorry. Package from the original French. <laughs> yes. That's what we'll call it for now on. I, excuse me, sir. I see your package. Yeah. <laughs> Applaud. Package. Excuse me, sir, man on the subway. Can we put your package away? <laughs> it makes it a little bit more civilized and, you know, fancy. <laughs> Fancy, so, you know. it is very fancy. It's a it's a dandy word, yeah. <laughs> just, just dandy, just, you know. <laughs> I I mean, this movie is is okay. It's odd, but it really makes a left turn when we discover how the doctor brings life into uh into <laughs> the inanimate objects, but apparently only with women. Because I don't remember the same act being uh, presented to the Frankenstein monster. Well, we're going to get to it. <laughs> Do I not remember it? Did I black that no, out? No, I think was the implication the was that the uh, Frankenstein's scene. monster may have been uh, may have been a homosexual, right? <laughs> oh, I mean, this is this is how I read it. It's like, oh, he's just he's just gay, and he's just oh, he, you, you can't overwrite nature, huh? Well, he <laughs> wanted to be a monk. He was all, he was trying to be a monk. So therefore, he... I think that's code for homosexual. See, I'm telling you. <laughs> no. Social commentary. This is social commentary. This is the just, 70s, okay? Just baked, just baked into here. Right. Yeah. Well, well, well uh, Joe D'Alessandro is having sex with every Serbian prostitute with just enormous boils on their asses. There was clearly no makeup uh, going on there. He was literally just across the room staring at Joe the whole time. Oh. So I see you're not you're not very familiar with, uh, or maybe I don't know, because I remember. Oh, I'm I rem- sorry. I thought you were gonna correct no. me and say, but this is no, what no. we do. When no, we no, go to no, the no. This is not like this is the, this is the, not like they couldn't afford makeup. This is just this is what porn is like. It's just um, I remember the sort of the transition between 
the VHS experience and then the sort of high def DVD and then onwards. And then you realize, wow. Wow is right. Too much information. This is, you know, like sometimes less is more, you know? Let's turn down the definition a little bit. I, as Trump would say, I guess they're just keeping it real. Just keeping, keeping it, it real. real. Jesus. Okay. On, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Kevin, do you have a funny story to go with this? Um, well, I, I will say this. this. I, I'd heard of these movies, but I'd never seen them until Aaron insisted that we cover them on our show. And I have to say, if you don't know what you're walking into... It's like a freak show. It is a fever dream. You're like, what in the hell is this? I mean, there's extended scenes of like the countess, like in the carriage for 20 minutes. We see the entire journey with the kids, I guess, coming in from town to, to start to kick it off. And then you learn every time you see Joe D'Alessandro, he's shagging some chick in like a hut over here. Who's that girl? Don't ask no questions. You know, the, the Ooh, countess nice. is dragging him up to the castle to get down to business. It's it is it is like ridiculousness. Non-stop. Two women and him. He must be very powerful. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh he's the only he's the only libido strong enough, you know, to to fill up uh, Frankenstein's body. I guess that's the goal, right? They need a sex maniac to to repopulate the uh, world with their zombies. Essentially, that's the zombies. Serbian yes. robots. The zombies. Yeah. With my female zombie, <laughs> yes. Good stuff. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm just so, I was so tempted. I'm just like, can I actually pull off a German accent for like the entirety of this recording? So just start talking like the scorpions, just, the women. The scorpions. Is, you know, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Uncut Gems podcast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I cut them some slack because they speak English a hell of a lot better than I speak German. You know what I mean? (laughs) But, uh, I mean, Udo's all right with his accent. You can more or less understand him. When Otto starts speaking, good luck. I hope you have subtitles on. Jesus, yeah. (laughs) Otto is just on a, like, he just, he was just extracted from a German forest somewhere. He's just like, yeah, put put on your suit now and then then go and speak. Right. (laughs) You want me to do what now? <laughs> Jesus Christ! From under a rock, buried under a tree, in some haunted forest, because he is literally the creepiest thing in this movie. Yes. We'll, we'll get to Blood for Dracula. He has a great scene in there. However, in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> we have to suffer through this. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, the Randmeister, tell me. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't even know where to begin with this. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, hearing you guys talk about this and Aaron defend this and maybe she can <laughs> school me on its merits because I I came this, I have no history with this film. I'm glad I saw it because now, you know, I know. Uh, but to me, my God, this is pretentious, silly, self-indulgent stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I came to this thing knowing nothing. And now that I know something, I don't know, how did this film get made like to me i feel there's a few artists behind this but they're not like talented artists (laughs) which and if in reading a little bit about andy warhol and the factory i get the idea that there is this club of artists sorry artists artists who you know riding andy warhol's coattails 
And I think that's what this is. Like, I think there's a few ideas in here, but it, like, it's a concept as, as we've gone through, it's the story of Frankenstein's monster. And I think there's a commentary on, you know, the Nazis dream of creating a master race. That was a bad thing. I think that's a theme in here. That's a good commentary. You know, I think it's a bad of, thing. I think it's a bad thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's largely negative. And, you know, there's it's a Uberman. sexual freedom type of thing that's being pushed here. And it comes across in this sense of, uh, uh, compared to what National Lampoon was doing in the 1970s, a little bit of commentary, but you know they could they could have a message in a page. Well, it's here the messaging dick. is sort of stretched out. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> this is stretched out over the course of whatever this was, a hundred minutes or something, and you know it's, it's it's shock value. It doesn't really work for me, but hey, this is. It is what it is. I'm looking forward to this conversation. <laughs> um, but for me, this here is, you know, largely a giant dog turd that has about enough oh, wow. commentary and fun that could, you know, populate a seven minute SNL sketch. Right. Now, oh, this, this is, is a comedy, a... right? Oh, this is ostensibly a comedy. This is, so, this is an, and I don't like to be this, this negative. A, yeah. a, but I negative Randy has, has made landfall. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's this post Fiona hurricane nonsense. It's a new it's a new Randy. I was he's, potty mouthed on the last episode. Last week. And... I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is dark. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I don't like this movie. I'm so glad I saw well, it. Now I know. But yeah. Anyway, Aaron, it's up to you to turn me around. Unless oh, no. Jacob thinks. <laughs> I, I'm, obs I'm obsessed with it. It is just so strange. And because I saw it at such a young age. I can't believe but they're, it. But they're, they're, they're real <laughs> pearls. I will argue that Monty Python ripped off the Black Knight and the Holy Grail from the end of this movie. <laughs> Boom. This or the other Quote one. Quote me on that. Oh, shit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Meanwhile, they do bleed together. They do. Meanwhile, I'm when they're chopping him up, you're it's, right. That's the Dracula, Dracula one. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, spoiler. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, spoiler fun film from 50 years ago <laughs> that you should have seen. Anyway, uh, I'll say this. I walked. I, Kevin, you put it best. Like, if you don't know what you're walking into, this is going to be just a wild. And I actually had no idea what I'm walking into. This was something like Nicola goes, goes like, we should do the one Andy Warhol films. And I'm just like, yeah, I suppose. Like, it's a good excuse to just, you know, like fix my blind spots and do this. So I'm sitting down to watch this. And, you know, I felt for a second. Have you ever seen Two Girls, One Cup? Hell no. What are oh, you, you crazy? You haven't lived. You haven't lived. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was in the university when this thing happened, when you were just like, oh, just people were just showing each other these videos and they had them on like their little shared drive in, the, in student hall. So just like, right, go, and, go and see this video. And then just like you watch this and there's this music in there, this sort of soap opera-y music. And you just like paints this sort of, and then mood. And in, in here you have the same, like this sort of washed out gel I don't know, sort of like 1950s, sort of like it feels like a Buñuel film, like almost feels like you know the obscure object of <laughs> I, desire. Just like a Buñuel film, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. then <laughs> and then people start fucking each other in the gallbladder. And it's, just, it's kind of like the equivalent. It's like, well, why is she shitting in a cup? Oh, 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 no. oh! <laughs> Ooh, this is why I didn't watch it. I don't want so, the play-by-play. <laughs> so Buñuel, Jesus. 
and uh, yeah, so that was my experience. And, and you have issues with my Andy Warhol? Oh film? no, I do not. Be- I do not have an issue because, like, as I'm, no, as I'm thinking, as do. I'm. As I exited the screening from this, I, if you, if you spoke to me, say like immediately after watching this, I'll be like, "This is ridiculous, right?" But I'm kind of warming up to it now. <laughs> in a way, I kind of, I think I, I'm, I think I'm beginning to see the madness in uh, in this, or be, be, I'm beginning to see the logic in this madness. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay. That even though I mean, it's like it's like I, I don't know. It feels like I'm watching like a school play rendition of a Frankenstein story but instead of Frankenstein they were given a script from a porn parody of Frankenstein (laughs) it is and then because it's kind of like the like you kind of have to get through a lot in here like you have to get through the acting which is atrocious you have to get through this of the camera like you know like no one knows what they're doing right right like this is you could see that this is amateur amateur hour and uh, but then again like I'm like I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stand for Piranha Two, for instance, at this moment. Right? <laughs> so I'm just like, I can, I can get behind this because you can feel like these people just mean, just, just mean it for real. It's like they want to have fun and just, they're just doing it, and and they don't know how, but they're making a movie, and they're making a movie in Italy, and it just feels like it's such an incomplete mess. But at the same time, the the violence is there. It's just outrageous in places. There is a woman who just casually just leans against a naked man's ballsack and she kisses his armpit. Oh, there was a lot of armpit yes, sucking. There was. there was so much yes. armpit sucking. So, I didn't know that was a thing, but I was afraid to Google. Don't it, Google. What I, might I don't. Find. I don't want to Google this, especially on like a I don't know in any sort of professional scenario. At <laughs> work, not safe for work. At work. Pornhub <laughs> yeah. armpit sucking. Yeah, and then you just like your 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 manager walks up to you. So you know the com- you know the company has started monitoring your internet usage, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, why? Oh, and it's like so. I'll get my shit done. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the security is on its yeah. way. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's better to Google on the public transit. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's another reason why we don't have public transit in Los Angeles. No. I saw someone watching porn on one of my flights. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, this could have been me. I mean, it, and it wasn't porn. I was watching Shame on a plane, on, on, a, on a train once. I was watching Shame on the train <laughs> and I positioned myself just uh, against the window and then uh, only like an hour in I realized that uh, you could see everything in the reflection behind me and people were just watching these people <laughs> <fucking>. <laughs> uh, just Michael Fassbender with his ding dong out and I was just wow this is <laughs> and I'm just thinking I'm being sneaky <laughs> and I did watch Fox yeah. and his friends on a bus and, and you know like and there's just like a lot of full, full frontal male nudity in there and there were just people behind me just watching casually so I was just being invested in this sort of story Good of time. betrayal and with dicks yeah. in the in the background <laughs> you, you drive to work now don't I do you? I can't do this anymore and or as Sandra Bullock I'm not allowed to do to right. board buses anymore like speed exactly. That's what, that was her crime I think but I will say this: in terms of general impressions, Flesh for Frankenstein is a grower, not a shower, for me, <laughs> in more ways than one. Yep. I will say it is ridiculous, it is outrageous and preposterous, and also weirdly magnetizing. <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, that's what I'm saying. The more you watch it, the more you will watch. I'm not sure I want to see it. I don't want to say ever again. Oh, no. It's not about want. 
It's neat. But you will, you will. see Jesus. it again. It's about compulsion. <laughs> it's about yes. compulsion. So it's... And you will share it. You will make other uh, people so watch it, yeah. it. It's like the ring. <laughs> it's, just, it's like the ring. Seven it's, days. You, you have three <laughs> days to share it. Jesus. It's just... <laughs> So Erin, tell us, tell us what okay, where's where's the compulsion coming from for you? Like what's the what's what's the, what's the, where's the magic where's the magic factor for this movie? Like what I, I just Wait. feel like every time you watch it you see something else that is just so it's just bizarre. It's just so strange. It's like a Christmas movie for you, like you know. Like you know. It's a Halloween movie for me. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean it's it's meant to be a comedy, I think. Right? I think it is a comedy, I, but but it's like I a David so Lynch comedy. It's da- oh. Well, and I have to say, oh. if it's you're watching stretch, softcore no? porn, I love a little comedy mixed in, don't you? You gotta have. I think <laughs> honestly, I suppose I, who doesn't, who doesn't? <laughs> think that this thing ha- is on purpose done like this? Like the 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 the, the, the assumption under underpinning the film was like like let's just make like a Hammer film horror rendition of. Of say let's let's just remake Curse of Frankenstein, but let's try and, and do it like a porno. Oh, it has totally well, vibes. I think it totally does. And this is the time when they're trying to do mainstream porn, right? Soon, yes. you know, we'll be able to. There'll be no lines blurred. You know what I mean? So I think they were trying to work some of that in at the well, same time. Well, and this oh. was an interesting time totally. because the Hammer films of the 70s, they were putting boobs in there. You know what I mean? It was like, you know, what was it? The, the vampire lovers. Like they were making, like yes. Hammer was making lesbian mm. vampire movies at this time. Now, it's not on the same level or the same universe as what we're talking about here, but it Those was that 70s, weird time yeah. in the 70s. Yeah, because like I mean, like I'm oh I'm not I'm not too familiar with Hammer in the seventies, but like the fifties was still a little bit more tame, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Still had blood though. But this, Go yeah, on. like, yeah, no, I was just gonna say, like, this is really interesting to me as a project because where's it coming from? Like, I'm really fascinated by how this thing came into being. And and honestly, I think the factory, because any Warhol's hate it, he was really successful and a lot of wealth was generated, I think, to his outfit and his studio mm-hmm. and his subsidiary companies and groups in the 60s. And I think there was just all this money. And I think there were a lot of coattail riders and these guys oh, that were sure. hanging around the factory. And I think that's who Paul Morrissey right. is. And there was just this movie around, but no one had these skills to do it. Like, you know, we've on here, we've talked about some uh, Hong Kong action films and these guys don't have much of a budget, but they just go out and shoot whatever the hell they can. I think these guys had a budget because they went over and they rented beautiful locations. And I think they have uh, like guys like Udo Kier, like they have some professionals come in uh, to, you know, do a good job. But I think the, the, the core group around here, I don't really think they totally know what they're doing i think they've got these ideas but they're not as solid as they think they are i don't think it's as funny as they think it is but i think interestingly one of those ideas is this sexual revolution and sexual freedom and you know let's 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 see if we can sort of push 
softcore porn into the mainstream because that yeah. was a thing. Like I remember like uh, Jack Nicholson was an advocate for that and Deep Throat was right around this time yep. as well, right? And that made a right. fortune in so some mainstream. It doesn't theaters. really surprise me that Jack Nicholson was an advocate for that. That's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a surprise. I think he had an ulterior motive. It's just like, and it's I, can, I can't imagine him just going, this is, this is a way for me just to bang more women. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it at I work. I can do it at too. work. It is safe for work. But I mean, the thing about this movie, these the sex scenes in this movie are clearly done by people not enthusiastic about it. It's like, oh my they're, God. they're the worst. They're just dead they inside. Are. It is awful. I mean, Joe D'Alessandro, he's, he's clearly not feeling it, which is shocking. And the Serbian hookers who are clearly Serbian hookers are even they're like, I don't know if you're paying me enough for this. Good time. Well, in the vampire movie, he's ba- he's banging his girlfriend right, in real life. Yeah, he's real. And they're, and, yeah. and and they're both dead oh, okay. inside so, while it's going on. Well, I mean, fair enough. I mean, maybe he, you know, like there's like lots of like we we th- see like two people in a shed just getting it on and just like look at this, they're all naked and steamy and whatever. But there's like seven people behind the camera going like, just. Just turn your ass this way, <laughs> just, right. and it's this guy with a light, <laughs> and then this, this 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 dude eating a Snickers bar, and then this woman going like, "I'm not looking." And it's just, so so you know, like you know, it's it's a stressful environment. It, you know, but that's why they're funny. actors, right? I mean, that's why they get paid the money. Are they? Yeah, well, are yeah they that's the question. Are they actors? <laughs> these people were hired. A couple of them are actors. Yeah. most of them are. So here's a question. Do I guys... think these people are actors just for how they look. Huh. Do, but do you guys? Joe D'Alessandro is there for how yeah. he looks. He, he... But he's he's had well he he had uh, acted for Morrissey before and for Warhol, like in Trash and was it Flesh? Something else. Something like that. I mean, acting is a loose term, <laughs> but yeah. he appeared, he in, appeared in front of a camera, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but do you guys know, like, is, is this for real? Like, did these people who are, have been hired in there, they're just say, let's just call them ladies of the night, right? <laughs> or are they like sort of semi, semi-professional actress? This is my big break. I'm going to make it into Hollywood because this guy is an American director. It's just <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> So, so many people in this movie did nothing. This was it. This mm-hmm. was it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but uh, have they actually been like hired? It's just like, well, let's just go to a local public house, for lack of a better phrase, and just hire some people. I, I wish there was a, a behind the scenes uh, pop up video or something about this because I would, I hope that that is true. Mm-hmm. Right? Can, can we do that? <laughs> well, you know, it's like in Hollywood, if there are hookers, they look like Julia Roberts, right? In the reality yep. of the world, they do not look like Julia Roberts. They look more like the girls in this movie. Yeah, well, and I suppose like yeah, yeah, may, maybe they they have been sort of trained this way. Like you have to be more transactional about this. Like you know, like fifty in the mouth and whatever. <laughs> they couldn't afford. They couldn't so afford had, that. So how much? How much for the armpit and behind the knee? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like a, like two bucks, and I'll get you a pint uh, at the pub after wrap. <laughs> Especially with, 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 I, yeah. I think a, I think a lot of these people that are on screen here are just people that are chilling out in the commune, and you know they just did a casting call and they went to see who was in the living room, you know, sucking armpits and eating Pringles. And hey, we're doing a shoot down in the castle. You guys free this afternoon? I wouldn't shock. Sure. Me. I, well, like, you I have to be nude for ninety percent of the time. Okay. Good. Oh, it's going to be anyway. You know, I, <laughs> but, so, 
Honestly, that's what I think it what is. They, they did not fly some of these oh, actors no. over. These were just there, there found were locals, hanging right? out late in an alley yeah, somewhere. They had to so, be locals. On that note, I kind of wanted to ask you a question because this is something I've been scratching my head about myself. So in the cast, you have Udo Kier, who speaks with a very, 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 very thick German yes. accent. You have, um, uh, what's his name? Jur- uh, why am I forgetting? Otto. Arno Jürgens. Jürgens. <laughs> he speaks with a very, 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 very thick German accent. There's Joe Alessandro, who's just, I think it's Brooklyn or Bronx, something to that effect. Something like that. You're like... And there are these people who have like random Slavic accents. So I suppose there will be local, local ladies, local girls and local other people of some description. I think the wife slash sister, I can't remember. Which they fly right over. By the way, it's just casual. Yes, yeah. my wife. Yes, my sister. No further explanation, Your Honor. Yeah, and it was just like I suppose. Yeah. You know, well, incest is bad. Could be ha- Habsburgs, <laughs> Game of Thrones, at I know. all. It's at this all point, like no one read, no, no one read bats an eye at this. But I was wanted to ask you, like, did what do you guys think about this sort of idea that there you have this sort of cast of people in this sort of quote unquote school play slash softcore pornography? And they all speak with different accents and they have different sort of acting capabilities. How does it gel for you? Like, does it add? Does it detract? Does it do you mind? Or do you... Like, Randy, I know it's just see things. Like, I can be brief. <laughs> I can be brief. It doesn't gel. <laughs> but but I think you nailed it. It, is, it, is, it does have a bit of a caliber of like a community theater production or a high school <laughs> right. play with just you know event of some sort school, <laughs> school high school jog going like i'm a i'm gonna bang you you yeah. you you yes. and maybe you <laughs> yes it was it was a summer camp production at a summer camp for sex fiends <laughs> and a- sex criminals camp <laughs> counselor <laughs> joe with sandro <laughs> with with udo and with arno special guests. and joe showing up well, yeah. that- yeah. <laughs> Those are the three people who got flown over along with the director. Everybody yeah. else, they just found while they were flopping at their but, and hotel. Or did you Go say <laughs> they, they found them behind the lobby, in the lobby bar, <laughs> drinking, and said, "Hey, what if at the at the Holiday Inn?" Said, "Come on down, we're filming. <laughs> Free cocaine." The Holiday in Bucharest, yes. and then uh, yeah, you can imagine that Roman Polanski was kind of hanging around so, as well somewhere in there. Wait, wait. Like, he's yeah, hanging around told, with hookers. This is totally shocking. Totally, they seemed a little old for him. They seemed a little old. Paul Jackson, make it three D, make it three D, Tom. For me, yes. no? <laughs> Just... Well, and, and here's the thing about this: it was filmed in Italy, and if you said yep. we brought, we flew in Udo, we flew in Joe. And the whole rest of the cast are Italian. I'd buy that, but that's not the case. They flew in the sister from Denmark and the other guy from you know. There were people flown in from Yugoslavia to do yeah. this. I mean, they were flying it. And people again, did they meet them at the airport and said, "Hey, I, you know, I'm going to shoot a movie. Where, where are you flying to? I, I got, I got a few hours for my next flight. Sign me up." A donkey cart waited for them uh, by baggage. (laughs) Um, But did they actually shoot on location in Italy? I thought they did. Do you guys know? I thought they did. Because, like, if you think about it, from Italy to like what Yugoslavia used to be, it's not too like it's just a three-hour drive. I mean, that's true. That's true. Because, like, all the, like, I'm just thinking to myself, like, they're, es- they're essentially shooting a spaghetti western or like a spaghetti horror, right? right? Spaghetti horror. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's because... So everybody talks their own language and then they just and dub the, Yeah, everyone. exactly. Well, only, in this case, they just didn't they know didn't that they that. have to dub everyone. <laughs> they didn't dub anybody. Just do your best. They didn't dub anyone. <laughs> Like, like this, this like in like if this was done by like Corbucci or Fulci or I don't know Deodato or something, right. they would have figured out that they have to just go hire people and put them in a booth, and then just let's just make them all speak Italian. I don't care. Right, Argento would have had yeah. like two British actors, and then everybody else is Italian, and then we just dub everybody. Yeah, and we're good to yeah. go. This, yeah. the- but then they have this Udo here. And everyone, they all speak like it's it's essentially a commune of like I don't know like European acting refugees just making a film when, because nobody <laughs> nobody else want wanted them in their films. So they're like, "Fuck, we're gonna have our own film with with blackjack and hookers or whatever." Like, just, right? And the hookers were real. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was three in the morning at Studio Fifty Four. The cocaine was flying. And some ideas were tossed around. And this is where we got. And I think there's, yeah, there's money. Yeah, no, no. I I think there's money here. And they don't know how to solve these problems because there's no one with any talent, skill, (laughs) history with, you know, production, you know, uh, in terms of piecing all this together. So they're just phoning people. That's what I think. I think they the, the name Warhol was there, and yeah. so people were writing no, checks. Well, it, well, like the guy Sasha, yeah. I don't think he speaks English. He's just doing his best. Yeah, a little oh, no. bit. I, th- I mean, he may be speaking English, like, but then again, it adds the flavor because I think if he speaks English, he speaks English the way Bella Lugosi spoke English in like 1929, where he just <laughs> memorized the sound of what he's saying because he had no clue what he was talking about. Like, they, they, speaking well, phonetically, yeah, yeah. look. Yeah, yeah. So was he was just to like, be... children of the night, what music they make. He's supposed to be Dracula. <laughs> I get it. Yes. Fine. That works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Sasha and his lifelong childhood friend, Joe D'Alessandro, with his thick Brooklyn accent. <laughs> Telling you he's gay. <laughs> the lifelong friend, oh, Joe D'Alessandro. Oh, sure. he pi- yeah. He's pining for Joe D'Alessandro, but Joe D'Alessandro is this high school jock. And he was just like, oh, he's only about these women that he sees everywhere. And he goes like, yeah, so I'm going to take your virginity now or whatever. No, that's the other film. Right. <laughs> but, but then... And I then know, just, I, they start morphing. And then Sasha's kind of like, ah, oh, Joe. Ah, oh, Joe. If only you knew. And then, because they have this scene in there where just make him into a You're male zombie. And then just, and he goes like, yeah. kiss him, kiss him. And then Otto... Just looks every time she kisses him, Otto looks at his ding dong just to see if he gets a reaction, right? And just says, "There's nothing. There's nothing. Something's yeah. wrong. Something's wrong. I didn't. My my calculations correct. I'm just like, he's gay. I, I'll tell you <laughs> what. Care about Otto him. is the. You're making me like yes. this even more. Thank you. Otto <laughs> is the unsung comic force of this movie. His reactions, his facial expressions when when shit's going down. Is hilarious. The tone action. It is totally agree. Is, he goes after totally the maid. Oh god, yeah, that was disgusting. Turn, yes. That was. Yeah. That, or like, oh, just gross. <laughs> this is the two girls, one cup moment. It's like, yes. wow, this is, this is taking a turn. Like now, like an hour in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Goodness indeed. But what do you guys think about Udo Kier in general? Because we're just dancing around these things. Like, what, what, what? <laughs> What do you guys think about Udo Kira's Victor Franken? Is it Victor or is it just Baron Frankenstein? I don't, I'm not even sure. I know he's the Baron. Right? Victor. Yeah, I don't know if, if Victor's in there or not. 
Yeah, I think he's great. <laughs> I think he's he is perfect. <laughs> he's in a both bright, films. bright, shining light. Yeah, <laughs> he is just so over the top. That's the whole thing. Everything in this is over the freaking. But he's a real actor, yeah. so it's over the top. Yeah, he's the he's right. the one succeeding. It's over the top, but it's it's sincere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when he says the shit he says. You know, he delivers it. He's not winking no. at the camera, you know, ha ha, breaking the third wall. No, no he's, he's into you it. You know what he feels like to me? And this is exactly my note. It is again, break out your bingo cards, folks, because Jakob's bringing a South Park <laughs> reference, right? Okay. <laughs> it's like this sort of Thanksgiving play episode of South Park where they tried to outdo the preschoolers because they had butter telling out, they have a horse and a fountain. Whatever, <laughs> the pinata and everything, and they hired this sort of bougie actor who just mellow recites everything, like you know, like like he's in Les Misérables, just like va va Jean, you know. <laughs> and then there's this sort of this pretentious actor just schooling these kids. Oh, what you would do if he-? like he's trying to do he- like he's gonna be? I'm gonna be Helen Keller. It's like I cannot see, I cannot touch. This is Udo Kier in here. It's <laughs> just like surrounded by kids who have no clue what they're doing. This is like <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo just going to play football with just a bunch of seven-year-olds, and he's just like they're just running around him like like a crowd of little doggies. No question. This is the best. No question. <laughs> I like to kind of imagine that Udo Kier is in the actor's studio so that he's bringing real emotion and then perhaps during the entire filming he would only be addressed as the yes. parent. <laughs> that's my that's Absolutely. my personal is he fantasy. Bad? <laughs> Just refers to them sure. as their male zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so is he a character actor? Is is that his thing? I'm- Maybe he dabbled in it here, and uh... he's always straight. Like I've only seen his weird movies. Kevin, you claim he's an actor. He's in movies. real movies, but he's always weird in them. I mean, make no mistake. I mean, he had he's had a long and mm-hmm. uh, illustrious career, obviously. But it's not like he's the romantic lead coming. You know, he's always the weird, no. creeper, creepy character. No. He's an odd-looking character, and I think he's. I mean, I don't know. This is this is me projecting like his like sixties to seventies output of like these like he because I don't think he says no to films. That's probably one clearly of those not. Like he's in Suspiria, right? He is, <laughs> oh. and, and that yeah, in so, Suspiria yes. he is very straight, normal. So I mean, he can do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would suppose the film itself. Which Suspiria is he in? The Argento one. Yeah. The original. Oh, I don't even. We're we'll have to watch that well, again. No, you have to. That, that is my favorite. <laughs> you, I know you're going to go see uh, the reimagining, oh. but the original. Oh better. no, we're, I've, seen, I've seen both, and we're we're going to be talking yeah. about the original as a as a bonus show anyway, because the original is just the best. <laughs> However, agree. I'm just thinking to myself. I'm you're looking at his output, and just I agree. He doesn't say no to things, right? And I'm just thinking to myself, like if even if he's in real movies. And he's cast as like a weird, weirdo sort of person. Is it because he's like, okay, well, like people hire him because he ha- this is his pigeonhole now. Like he will just, like Lars von Trier is going to just hire him for shits and giggles because like, yeah, let's just have Udo Kier. <laughs> because, because he, he, he was yeah. a, 
He was in an uh, Academy Award winning nominated uh, film. He was in, what is it, The Mark of the Vampire, which is the one oh. which is the Max Shrek behind the scenes with right. Rocket Shadow of the Vampire. I mean, I mean, Shadow of the Vampire. Oh, Shadow, Shadow of the Vampire. vampire. So he yeah. was in that. He was in Armageddon with Bruce Willis. I mean, he's been in a ton yeah, he uh, of. He was in Blade, the yeah. original Blade movie. He's been, he's in a ton of stuff. End of, end of days. Yeah, end of days. And he just. I know but it, Johnny Namonic. He just yeah, gives he's all off, over the place. He has an yeah. amazing name. And he's he gives so off strange. a very That's all you need. off-putting energy, right? Uh, something about has, the way he delivers. I mean, Grant again, he's got an, an accent, but now you know he's been in American films or English-speaking films for fifty years. He lives down where we like grew up. He, he lives in Palm like Springs. If you, if you actually now look, in, if you actually look at his filmography now, like he's in ha- like half half of the shit you'll see him in, it will be just something that you probably know, like Baccarat, the. Uh, Dragged across concrete, American animals, brawling cell block ninety nine, downsizing, downsizing with Matt so, Damon. I mean, he does yeah. he does yeah. things, but he's always yeah. kind of yeah. a. I can't even describe it. There's a weird energy he gives off just by being on screen. He does. I have a feeling that this is part of his like just he looks that way because he got older. So you know, like I don't know, he has it's just got a little bit more excess skin on his face. So he has this sort of like I don't know, this, he's a little bit more baggy. So it kind of has this sort right. of weird sort of character to his look. He does, right? Because in here is a he still got he the haunting eyes and and then and like, he opens yeah. his mouth. It's kind of like it's kind of like Arnold, but not really. <laughs> right. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> but I. I wonder if in his career he's he's just decided that I like these gigs because they're three days on set. I can do four or five of them a month. I can take four months off, and he's probably mm-hmm. paid decently because he's getting credited in the top top ten cast yeah. and top ten billing. And that's just I think it probably just works for his lifestyle. And then if he gets a good little independent film, he right. might take a bigger role. I didn't see Baccarat, but does he have a bigger role in that? He's, is... he's like the big body in there. Okay. So, yeah, he takes something like that, maybe a little bit more prestige or looks a little better, but then he'll take whatever he wants. It's convenient, and it's it's probably something that amounts to two or three right. days on set, mm-hmm. three, four, five little scenes. Not bad. Yeah. I'll t- I would take that deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's sort of how I see where he's he's fit in he's probably just stayed doing that because it's it's made him comfortable he also starred in a, quite a few Uwe Ball films oh no shout out to oh. Uwe Ball shout out to Dr. Ball <laughs> by the way yes <laughs> who, who follows the show does he really I, was, I don't want him to kick my ass no I don't so. think he does because uh, 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 I, I don't know the shit I said on that on that episode he probably is just like yeah, maybe he, he this follows guy is full of shit. Well, he challenged <laughs> his critics to a boxing match and then proceeded to kick their ass. Yeah. So. Yeah, because he never yeah, told anyone he that did. he used to be a boxer He's, as well. Right. <laughs> Doesn't change the fact his movies are horrible. <laughs> and he but, had, okay. And he he handpicked he handpicked the critics. Yeah. <laughs> Just to take the meager ones who never who never succeeded in any yeah. sort of PE or anything uh, like this. Just uh, just beat their ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. No, I just I'm, I'm just wondering. Like, in here, he kind of looks like I think off mic words just talking, and he just like Randy's like, oh, he looks like Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto. I was just looking to see if there's a fan club, and there is. I was wondering if I went to a meet and greet, would he give us the same vibe? So is he? Is he? So I mean, do, you, do you guys think like, he, is he Peter Cushing? That's all I want. No, is no, he Peter no, Cushing? No. I, Peter Cushing <laughs> is a sainted figure in my mind. I mean. 
<laughs> I know he is, but is he trying to do this? Like, he's, he's like, this is my chance to be a Peter Cushing <laughs> or something like I that. I just, you don't get, <laughs> you don't get the offsetting, you know, peculiar vibe from Peter Cushing the way you do from, no, you from Udo. No offense, Udo. I don't think you'd. <laughs> but I'm telling you, people like they him, do. though. So it, it's got to be the acting. If people, you know, you keep showing up because people want to work with yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, sure he's a nice enough. person and he's professional and does the things he's supposed to do. No question. Yeah. Well, I like to think that there's a little of our make-believe Udo Kier in the real Udo Kier. <laughs> I mean, props <laughs> to him. That, you know, because like, you, I wouldn't imagine if you, I don't know, if getting someone like peter cushing to star in this for instance like yeah let's let's just do like a remake of curse for, of frankenstein and just like can you just reprise your role and then just i want you to say if you want to know death otto you need to fuck life in the gallbladder <laughs> <laughs> and then imagine peter cushing <laughs> saying this line with his like privately educated right. rp english <laughs> the, the, it's, it's, it's impossible. Like, Udo Kier is kind of like, sure. <laughs> that is a line that Udo Kier would deliver. Believe it. I, I absolutely yeah. having. If I had never seen this movie, I'd believe he. That's a line yeah. he'd deliver. Peter Cushing, I would never believe if that would come out of his mouth. <laughs> this, is, this is one million dollar question. On what about Ray Milan? Hmm? Could Ray Milan do it? <laughs> that's a question. Ooh, good question. That's a good question. I feel like I needed to keep a sharpie in my purse, and the next time I'm at a club, I'm gonna write that quote. <laughs> in the bathroom wall. <laughs> I'm sure they'd appreciate that. Yeah. For a good time, call Udo. But, yeah. <laughs> while, while we're here, by the way, because <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's a weird sort of situation in moving this conversation forward because like, if you think about it, there's really not much in this film. There's, there's sex scenes, yes. random man bush, <laughs> and violence, which we'll get to in a second. And and the creepy kids, creepy creepy yes. kids, which I think they're, they're, yes. they need they need to be kind of name dropped for a second because I think they feature in the ending in a very prominent way. But yeah. but the, if there's anything this film is like if you if you wanted to ident I don't know if you wanted to write an essay about this film probably what you'll be writing about is about how it kind of fits into the commentary about the Nazis. Does it actually? Do you guys see it as as something that that has something interest, or does it do, does it do anything interesting in this regard? I'm not sure if it breaks any new ground in here because I, I'm not sure you can actually say anything think, new. But th- what does it say? What What do you think? I think it means the Nazis were bad. I think so. I think, I think we good, can agree on that. <laughs> that's a good I agree on that. I, I, but I mean, I, I this could so. have been Germany. They chose. That's it to a question. Not be Why? Germany. I think it was when cheaper to do German it in Italy, actors. right? <laughs> no, no, but they could have pretended. I mean, they could have pretended they were in Antarctica, you know? I mean, they're in Italy. Why didn't they just make it in Italy? I mean, say they were in Italy. You know what I mean? Well, Why did it have to be Serbia. in Serbia? <laughs> I mean, was it a case of Serbia is not that far away, so let's just make it Serbia? Or is it an aversion to having it be Germany yet again? Anything, yeah, anything of the uh, the access power. Like, I think if you if you went to do this in German, isn't like, oh, let's recreate the German race or whatever. This would be too obvious, right? Like, this would be just like, oh god, here we go, right? Even the fourteen year olds in the cinema would be like, oh Jesus, right? Right. What? Well, and-, <laughs> and then that would be you, Aaron, fourteen year olds in the cinema. But then I just think to myself, like, is this actually a clever? 
either either a great coincidence or just a clever way on behalf of the filmmakers to to actually see that sort of like the sort of the Serbian identity is one is one that's kind of similar in spirit to that. Like Serbia, I mean, not an expert on this, so don't quote me on this. But out of like the the Balkan sort of pot of nationalities is kind of like a big family who fights a lot, right? And then Serbians as a Serbians are a proud people, like who've been like enslaved for like centuries. Like they've they've been a part of like the Austro-Hungarian Empire for for centuries, and they were just super happy to be out and proud and after the world war one like the, the world war one started because of that part, right part, you know right yeah so this is this is a na- nation with a strong sense of national identity and it kind of just makes sense almost to kind of just make just weave it into it it's like what if we pervert it like this it kind of looks like look if we play our cards wrong like they could they could do it too they could do it <laughs> too know? Good times. Yeah, it's because you could you could you could weave you could fold it onto any nation with that kind of sense of national pride that they just do have because you know like and I, I suppose like I'm not sure if, if you'd be able to do it in Poland because Poland also have has has had a history of um, well being a massive victim of of the Holocaust but um, I I could I could say like from my own experience like Poland Poland has also ma- a very strong sense of national identity but I think they they would probably stop short of genocide. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> to, to do this because one hopes. Yeah, but then you could you could imagine like in the Bal- Balkans are a bit a bit of a weird bunch and I'm just wondering like did these people kind of just instinctively kind of just know from history that there is this sort of sense of identity in this region or did they just not care because they were just I don't know, shooting in, in, in Italy with Serbian actors and just ha- came out that way. I love what you're saying. <laughs> it's probably not and, true. But I wonder if you're you're giving it a little bit more credit to the <laughs> producers and writers and Mr. Mr. Paul Morrissey. I just, is he still alive? I think he is, well, yeah? Yeah. It's like 177 I, I appreciate like. you referring yeah. to the Serbians as a proud people, as if they, we ever refer to these people as not so proud. This people, not so proud. <laughs> is that one of the shithole countries? <laughs> hope there are no Balkans well, listening at the moment. If you are big fans, I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I have to say, it, the original Frankenstein is about us overstepping and doing things that only God mm-hmm. is supposed to do. So you could say it is a Nazi super Superman, mm-hmm. and there's and and it touches mm-hmm. on that, but it goes still yeah. with the same original premise. That you're so do you think Paul Morrissey yeah, had his in, well-read in, copy of Shelley and was like highlighting passages to use for the script for this movie? Is that what you're suggesting? I don't <laughs> think that like, at I'm all. The and the Bible. <laughs> but like, like, I'm not yeah. sure if Mary Shelley was like I, a, in, intimately aware of Nietzsche, right? Not intimately. Or was she? Right. <laughs> like, no, it's just because she wrote it when she was like a teenager. Was it? Yeah, she, right? and it was. What she was, was like it? super, super 18, young. 1820s or something. Like, when, when did when she, she like, read it? It was, yeah, it was a long, long, long time ago. So. Frankenstein, the mother of Prometheus, 1818. 18, right? Boom. And she was born in 1797. So she was 20. 20. Oh, hold on. Yeah, 18 plus. Uh, 21. She was 21 when she, when she published it. So she probably wrote it a little bit earlier. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think the Nazi thing is here, but I don't think it's well developed. I, th- I think it's just an idea they had in the planning and in the writing, and then poof, it comes out in 
just this discussion of a master race, but it, you know, it's not really well, very it, well handled. It's, it's there, but it's, it's, there, it's really kind of just a vehicle so we can have zombies having sex. Cause really he's not building one thing at a time, right? It's just like, I have to build a hot zombie chick and a handsome zombie dude. And then hopefully they get to business while the cameras are rolling. That's what we're hoping for. <laughs> Right, right. But the underpinnings then there. We'll get zombie babies like he, he's to like, follow my I want, our, I want a male wish. zombie from a female zombie. You know, it's just. But then, but then he says this, like he outlines this to Otto. It's like, I want to create a Sabian race. It's just, it's just, okay, well, if he just stopped at this and he just wants to make these two zombies who bang, I'm just like, fair enough. You know, if you have money. I'm sure, fair enough. Just, you know. If you're Elon do, Musk, you do I you. mean, this would be like. You do you. It's just. We don't know what Elon's up to with Bezos. They could have their own little castle in Serbia. Could you imagine? Like Elon's just like, I want my males out. (laughs) (laughs) He wants the perfect Serbian nozzle and the perfect Serbian vas deferens. Like what we need is Udo. It's for Udo here to live long enough to star in a in an Elon Musk biopic. And actually, would he would look the part? Like if you think, imagine like Elon Musk, like twenty years older. It would look like Udo Kier a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. They both have the strange round global faces. Yes, exactly. And yes. <laughs> they're weirdly pale as well. <laughs> sort of a actually sort of a cross between Dalessandro and Kier. Oh, a little bit. See, Are we I'm, asking I'm the right you. questions? I mean, and could you imagine like him? Take, well. take a walk on the wild then side. Just get Paul Morrissey <laughs> while he's still alive, and just can you do an Elon Musk uh, bio, biopic of Udo Kier? <laughs> in it and just like just have him just have this like thick german accent too just because it's just i want to buy twitter it's just <laughs> why why Elon? it's just if you want to know death <laughs> fuck life in the social media Pretty i don't much. know <laughs> just, yeah See? But yeah, it's a laugh riot. It's a laugh riot. Speaking of a laugh riot, the violence. We gotta speak a, a little, speak something to the violence because we've been dancing around. Like we talked about sex and everything in here because it's just quite prominent. It is. But the violence. What do you guys think about the violence? Oh. And then is it like an the Italian spaghetti ripping. violence, right? It's kind of kung fu violence, right? It's, it's Tarantino. Oh. Like in terms of yeah. just okay. Tarantino well, it's, it's that kind of thing where it's like somebody gets their yeah. head shot off and it's like just a, a fountain like the the Tivoli fountain spraying blood all over the the uh Serbian countryside mm-hmm. for all we know so oh. that's the that's next like a, one that's yeah. like a, th- like that's a community theater or Saturday Night Live skit that's sort of the quality that we get no but here. then they like have the um like when uh Sasha gets deca- decapitated because he oh with the with yeah. the, uh, with the shears right snip snip <laughs> and then I have that feels like a Monty Python Absolutely. you might be onto something Aaron see I mean at, at that point the production value of the paper mache heads are what make it right. laughable <laughs> it's not like oh dear God I think they may have really yeah. cut his head off no it looks like something they did you know. Let's go to the store and get the flour. Someone go steal the neighbor's newspaper. Let's start paper mache. Yep. But then one thing that bothered me in the is kind of like, so like they, no one knows what how you know like shitty actors will will not know how to behave when they're not speaking. So they were just like, I don't know what to do with my hands. What do I do? Right. With my hands? <laughs> and and Otto in there, he has this club, nope. and then and he like he get gets decapitated and he just punch like just. 
just starts clubbing him and I want and I want it in my life. I wanted this sound. This sound. Bonk. Do you hear it? Like the beginning of the AT and T. Like Don't. no, it's like a Don't. like like if in in the sim in the in the Flintstones if someone yes. gets clubbed in the head. Yes, bam bam. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wanted this sound in there. Just boom, bonk. Go to horny jail. So, you know. <laughs> just. So it's just some simple sound editing is what'll fix it for simple you. Simple sound editing, ADR. Just just read up everything in, in Italian. I'm fine. And then all of a sudden, this is a Lucio Fulci film. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> Lucio's rolling over in his grave. Maybe, yeah. We're going to need more entrails. More entrails. There's quite a few entrails already. Like, Oh, yeah. We get some We get some liver and there's a few livers. organs oh. that are... Fuck yeah! Flopping, flopping yes. towards the camera, and there's sort of you know for the sex sake of in the three D entrails. Just... That's the sex grossest the part. That was the upsetting part. Yeah, or one of many. And uh, there's this weird sort of lungs that just inflate in the in the tank. <laughs> yeah, in the stirring. Yeah, he's that like tank. a genius. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> yes. this is a set what, from the Muppets. Well, I appreciated <laughs> <is> the. <laughs> <laughs> like beakers a science lab I, I appreciate yeah. the fact that the monster slams the gate so hard on Frankenstein's hand that his hand just pops off just shoots mm-hmm. off like it's a, oh, such a, a good bottle scene. rocket that's so great and then the next scene his arm is 12 feet long to cover off that his hand's <laughs> yeah. still there what? that's so fantastic it's and like, he's so yeah. angry at Joe D'Alessandro he picks up his hand and throws it at him <laughs> yeah. that was the best part <laughs> that's your hand yeah. bro put it on ice or something no I... Yeah. Dude. but I'm so cross I am so mad how could you <laughs> You ruined everything! <laughs> oh my god. There's gonna be a whole lot good hand. Of, there's gonna be a whole lot of people downloading this movie after this is Hopefully. Released. Hopefully. We need a piece of the action. Oh like what what really kinda also sells this like oh, there's there's the violence, there's these weirds like, oh let's impale Dr. Frankenstein and this whole liver just comes out at the end yes. of the stick. Just right at you, because of course it's a 3D film. It's a 3D, 3D, 3D. Yes. hitting the back with a harpoon. No, there's that goes this through entire liver there's dangling. The, um, yeah, but there's this scene where he goes up, where Otto goes after the maid with his tongue out, goes like, ah, yes. ah. Oh, it's just so yeah, disgusting, so, so gross. I'm just like, this is gonna be a rape scene, is it? Oh Jesus. <laughs> I think if that's only, I mean, just, and if like, only. No, and just all of a sudden, like, why is there? Oh. What is her liver doing outside of her body? And it's just hanging just towards him, just thinking to myself, this is a 3D film, is it? Hmm. I, I I think Otto going bad there. I think that's Arno Jurging probably saying to Paul Morrissey in Warhol if he's on set. Look, I really want to be a Warhol superstar too. Can you give me something sort of cool? And right. I think this is what they came up with. Oh, like my, my theory would be different. Give, give him a big moment. They're just like, I'm so fed up with this Paul Morrissey guy, you know. I've on a, I've, I've I've just I've had enough of this movie, and he just killed a, an actress on set. And Paul Morrissey was like, "Production value, keep rolling, just keep rolling." Just, yeah. just, just died on set. Very sad. Yeah, this is the one liver that's real. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the really one of the most disgusting. There's that scene where he rips open the maid's stomach, mm -hmm. and then Udo Kier when he's cutting through the stitches so he could have sex back oh, in the stomach me. cavity. Yeah. Ah, rough. rough sled. This was this was this was gross. Like this was like zombie two level of like I think <laughs> this was this, I'm, I'm yeah, super I gross. Like you know what? If this continues for a bit longer, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And then he dry humps the corpse. I think we hope it was I, dry. Least, I imagine... Who's to say? <laughs> yeah, because he has his. In my mind, I thought he was having sex inside. Yeah, he was trousered. He was like, you know, <laughs> he didn't drop his drawers. But who's to say? I thought I heard a zip or something. Who's to say? He was like the um, what's his name? Uh geez, have you seen the film Bad Teacher? <laughs> Yeah. No. Is that Cameron Diaz? <laughs> All the teachers went to go see Bad Teachers. Yeah. I don't remember that scene. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake was just like he was like dry humping a, a pillow or something like this, and then he just oh, he yeah. finishes. He, he has a stain. He has a stain on his boxers. Oh my god! <laughs> that was so disgusting. Gross. So Bad Teacher written by Arno Yergin. So Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think I think the, <laughs> so, so. So the Fairleys owe a lot to this too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think to myself like this is it you know they're just like oh let's you know this there's this old old film i jake Kasdan directed it this is their little ode to udo kier and also jürgen <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably isn't but then again there's also the kids you, you've name dropped it that but what's the deal with the kids how did they I think they saw right. the Munsters or Adams family a couple weeks earlier and they said, oh, hey, this is sort of a quirky Wednesday goth comedy. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, I, I have a, a big issue where it's uh, like softcore porn everywhere, but let's have some couple of 10 year olds run through a set every now and again. I want to yeah. believe that they were not allowed on set when they were having these people oh, with their like balls. You'd like mm -hmm. to believe that? I'd like to believe that. I don't think this was a union production. Well, and then Polanski was on set as well. So you They're running from him. Oh, it's a commune production. The, the girl was his new fiance. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, you never know, you know? these like It's the 70s, so just like, I'd like to believe that they were just like sheltering these kids. And then when they have, when they have this scene where, well, the little boy just walks no into the lab and he looks at the, the at the lungs and whatever. I want to see, I want to believe that he, did, he didn't see the, the actual special effect. That they were just filming him, him looking at a sandwich, and then they were just like editing it in post. But then again, Paul Morrissey would probably may have not known that you can edit stuff together without. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, 50 50 that the kids are saying. <laughs> like, Honestly. Like, I want to believe that these kids were not traumatized by this film in any shape or form. I There's think they no could guarantee. be using the trauma in their performance. <laughs> Like they're too zoned right. out. It's called denial. Kids. Is what we're talking about. That's there's no way. There's no way these kids were safe and protected. They saw things they can never unsee. Let's be honest. Yeah, and um, did he do anything else after these kids? I, I, I want <laughs> therapy. therapy. Is this Shock the one where? Okay. <laughs> okay. I get them confused. <laughs> one of the kids in one of the movies was in Suspiria. Oh. Were there any kids in the other movie? I think they're just the kids in this movie, right? Well, there's all right. So then the, the there's girl a, in there's a girl in Blood for Jack. We might as well just transition in the second. But you know, like the girl in Blood for Jack who's supposed to be fourteen and she's clearly thirty-two, yes. right? Yes, thank God for that <laughs> yeah. at least. 
Let me just. Okay, so then it's the girl in this one. She's in uh, the original Suspiria. Oh, I don't like the redhead, the little redheaded girl. Maybe. Yeah, the, one of the girls at the end. Let's all run to the internet. Let's, that's let's, that's yeah, good. Because yeah. like, We're all just... speaking speaking of like the ending with the kids, this camera came out of nowhere, almost like a twist yep. to me. You didn't see that coming. And I was thinking to myself, I think I've been disgusted enough, and I'm like. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna take him down, are they? They're gonna take Joe Alessandro down. Like, no, no, they're gonna go full on Toby no, Hooper on him. Well, the moment you saw they had their own like tank <laughs> yeah. of Serbian piranha, you knew <laughs> you knew that they were up to no good. They did. This was Wednesday in Pugsley. I mean, did, was it theirs? Was it I theirs? Thought so it was in their room, wasn't it? Oh, true <laughs> that. I mean, hmm. But then again, this may have been like. Their father's decor, like you need to have piranhas in your room. Yes. It's just fresh <laughs> from the Serbian streams. So you know, when you grow up and you have your whores, your whores. In, in your room, <laughs> we have to go visit the whores later. Sasha, you available? Let's hit it. <laughs> your Joe D'Alessandro is just spot on. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Randy, you mentioned that Joel D'Alessandro was also well known for his crotch. Like yesterday. Yeah, well, he's, the, he's the Sticky Fingers album cover in all its bulging glory. <laughs> That's if I'm correct. not mistaken, I'm pretty sure. And he's mentioned in uh, Take a Walk on the Wild, so Little Joe. Oh. Yeah. He, he is iconic. Yeah, he sort of is, isn't he? Isn't he an LGB? He was. Q- he Icon. Sort of, yeah, hot shot. Wow. Yeah. Because yes. he was he was bi, I think. I mean he was big yeah. again around 72. So it's not like in, in 2022 people are reminiscing about Joe Delisandro other than us. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, let's clarify. Let's, let's... If you go on if you go on Joe Delisandro's Wikipedia page, just look at this picture. Just what I want I want him to go right now and look at this picture now. And he looks exactly like you would imagine he'd yes. look like. Well, he's about 90, though. How 73. old is he now? 73, and the years were not kind. I mean, these were hard years. Yeah. Oh, my God. He looks... For a minute, he looked like Gerard Depardieu. No offense, Gerard, if you're listening. <laughs> and he's 5'6", and I swear he towers over everyone. He's just wearing platform shoes. Or everyone's just tiny. So. Like, what if... Well, how, how tall is Udo here? Hold on. If, if, well, Udo if, is if like Joe four, is five four, six, seven. <laughs> yeah, he's like a chihuahua. He's, essentially a, he's a dachshund. A dachshund. Not a chihuahua. It's a German little doggy. Uh, but these kids, Jesus Christ, the ending. Just what do you guys think about the ending, Aaron? Oh, I liked it. I wanted more of it. I mean, when you were 14, I want to just walk me through this experience at 14. Like you walk, first of all, when you see Udo Kirko just going through the stitches and uh, just doing it dirty with his female zombie, you know, and, and then at Oh my God, I end, can't even. Why didn't he do that to That's the male question. zombie? He, he didn't want to know death, okay? <laughs> That's right. 
I thought at first it was like their version of the electricity, and it never occurred to me that you know, like this is the secret sauce that brings them to life. Them fast enough, they'll be like a starter motor. Like it's just like let's just give this car a good push, you know. That's right. That's a jump start. <laughs> but you're right. It never occurred to me that he out. wasn't doing it with the with the male zombie. Yeah, he needed life. life. <laughs> and then he he gave him the electricity treatment, and also clearly didn't really pay attention at school because they were all like, "Oh, gives him the electricity," and then they're all touching him. <laughs> I'm like, there should be like two heart attacks in this room. At this point. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> that's that's just, just science. Two cardiac arrests immediately. And then it's like, no, it, like, I expected at least at this scene when, when they're trying to reanimate the corpse that they would try to kind of pay homage to, like, the original and go, like, it's alive, it's alive, you know? Like, I wanted this. I know. But they did didn't. Not. But it did not. Assholes. Oh, they sort of did. Arm. <laughs> Very dramatic. Arm. Kiss him. <laughs> yes. Kiss him. <laughs> and then just Otto goes, like. Checks out the goods. Yeah. Nothing. Kiss yeah. him again. Otto's Otto, yes. Otto steals those seats. Because he has this smile. <laughs> see, SNL He has this it's smile on his face. Like, he really th- <laughs> like he's really happy to see the penis. You know? Like, he's just weird. He's just a deviant the whole time. <laughs> he's, his, he, his, he his whole face and the entire movie, there's always, like, yes. crazy eyebrow shuffling around, weird he... smirks. He is trying his dandest to become a Warhol superstar. He succeeded. In his oh, he succeeded. That's what I think. This like is he's, his, it's he's his idea. He's a walking, talking innuendo as well. Like he want, Like you could actually just. I, I could imagine him adding, if you know what I mean, to every line that he says. Like, oh, we need to. If you, we we need to inspect the shed. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> He could have easily been in the Fearless Vampire Killers and, and stolen that mess. Possibly, yeah. And also, you know, like, you know, Polanski was probably on set, so he could have just like, ah, he, he probably was just like, he could have been in this film for me. <laughs> uh, I was wrong. She's not in Suspiria. Uh, She's oh, in Profonda right. Rosa. About the same time. Yeah. 70, what, six, five? Mm. I think it was early 70s. Hmm. We could oh. take time to Google it or just move on. 75, yeah. <laughs> Can I just, no, I'm just wondering. Wow, Christ. <laughs> now, no, hold on. Which girl? The girl, the girl, from, the girl from here is the, in Deep Red or the girl from Blood from Jack, for Dracula? Because the daughter, the daughter here. She's in the uh, Deep Red. Yeah, the red Wednesday. <gasps> oh. Oh, makes sense. Of course, it's an Italian film. Like they only have mm-hmm. like twelve young girls to, to choose to from, choose, there. To and, then, and, half from. Of, and, then, <laughs> and half of them are already in a western anyway, somewhere else in like That's in true. Spain. So, <laughs> so it's a small business, it okay? It's a small world. <laughs> anyway, I think it's because we're gonna be here all night, so and we still have to. Talk. <laughs> start talking about the second yeah, one so quickly because we, I think let's just ditch the final takes. Top threes, top three moments. Aaron, do you give me top three moments from Flash for Frankenstein? Well, of course, when he's having sex inside. Uh, That's one of your top moments. To, to resurrect. <laughs> Number one. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
I mean, uh, uh, number two would be uh, fucking Joe Alessandro at the brothel. Well, uh, having sex with 25 people, having his back of his knees sucked and his armpits sucked, <laughs> while Sasha just uh, is like dead inside and only just staring so, at Joe. So far, your top and, three are uh, my bottom three. Let's just let me put that on there. Keep going. <laughs> Nice. And then finally, the, the end. Joe D'Alessandro is the last man standing, and then the kids come down, and he doesn't seem disturbed in the least. It's about acting. to carve him up. <laughs> it's acting. It was a choice. It was a choice. Hey, yo, kids, put me down. Hey, cut me, me down, down from kids. there, yo. <laughs> And, and Yo, the two girls, and the two girls, one cup music kicks oh, in again. I'm just like, Jesus. no more two girls, <laughs> one cup, please. <laughs> I think that's what everyone said after the video. It's like, please, no more. And then two girls, one finger okay. came out. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's more of this shit. And then one man, one jar was where I drew the line. I'm like, I'm not watching any of this crap because I'm not going to be able to sleep at night until like I'm 75 and finally the Alzheimer's is going to take out all these brain cells that store this shit. So wait a minute, the 10th video the you said, no, enough's enough. I can watch nine of these, but 10, no thanks. Right. <laughs> it's, just, it's a bridge too far. <laughs> okay. Kevin, your top. Um, I have to tell you, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, but my, my top three, uh, Otto's facial expressions throughout dynamite dynamite. Agreed. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I loved, uh, Udo Kierik constantly talking about the different Serbian body parts, the Serbian nozzle. <laughs> it must have the perfect Serbian <laughs> nozzle. Um, he's like, <laughs> he's like Dr. He Benson, is. Right? He yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I loved at the end Udo Kier getting pissed off and throwing his severed hand at Joe D'Alessandro. <laughs> yeah. oh, Genius. Genius. Oh, Genius. What a scene. Randy, how difficult was it for you? <laughs> oh, it was a struggle. So, what I'll do is I'll just list a, a few here. One, I love the camp business of the chopping off the head. I think that was great. All in for the paper mache. And it's not just the paper mache project. It's that the eyes were moving around and the spurting blood. Like, great. I was there for that. Um, and then I will put my two and three. I'll, I'll pull my two and three from this list of quotes because I find there's some some of the some of the sketch quality that I think is in here is in the dialogue and particularly the delivery. <laughs> so one was where the Baron and Otto, they're snooping on the the brothel. And then we hear the Baron say, two women, one man? He must be so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Because they were running from the lizard so that ran across his ass. So so that was so bizarre. He's so, <laughs> he's so innocent. Like, could you imagine? It's like, two women, one man? How can, How is it possible? There's only one of this. And two of this, how do we, how, how does, how does, do they wait? Do, what, do, yeah. what's happening? Here is Allen, such a professional. And yeah, he probably is totally in character when stays they yell cut. He just stays in character. Um, <laughs> just, we hope. I hope he does. It's like Daniel Day-Lewis. It's, it's a terrible character to stay in. Totally. <laughs> Some of the dialogue, just the way it's delivered. 
This is the threshold, Otto, of a creation that will replace the worn-out trash that populates and repopulates the whole planet. <laughs> Such a awesome delivery. And you can tell yeah. he's just reading his lines off the table. It's so awesome. Uh, they it's they so kept awesome. giving him that these Shakespearean crazy. soliloquies to deliver in his crazy accent. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Did they ever? And Otto's in on some of the action too. Like just his, his, uh, he's he's such a sycophant in here. Like he's just such an ass kisser. It's great. Your hands are miracle workers, Baron. It's just some of this stuff is great. So anyway, my top two and three are amongst those quotes and deliveries. Make him unconscious, but don't kill him <laughs> or damage his head. <laughs> <laughs> When I woke up this morning, my friend's head was cut off. <laughs> this is very That's such an unusual story. Well, he's, and he sees his buddy at the dinner table later that evening, like whatever, however long later. I thought he just takes his clothes. He's just like, hey, well, hey, is that my friend Sasha at the table? Uh, whatever. I guess. What up? Let's go back to the bedroom, Baroness. And he just goes like, it's yeah. not me anymore. It's not me anymore. <laughs> it's just, I'm dead. Uh, he, he was pretty much dead me. before this uh, he was happened dead inside. to him. He was dead inside, but now he's like seven yeah. feet tall. Like I'm telling you, there's Whereas, there's like a there's there there's a gay reading in in this movie, like where you can see that there's yeah, totally. I I see it now. There, too. There's there's some some kind of a there, there's some kind of a social commentary that the world was not ready for. I'm yet. still not sure I'm ready <laughs> for it. Frankly, right. Well. <laughs> No, I, I just think in addition, Jakob, I think that this whole procedure of having his head moved over this, this, there's a symbolism here that that might be like a gay conversion therapy. It's like, you can't, you can't, you know. I was just going to say, whoa. Yeah, maybe it's there. Maybe you guys have turned me around. Because like we, That's right. It's your new <laughs> it's favorite Because, you know, it connects. I mean, like this, while we're on the tops, it connects the dots because, you know, like the original Frankenstein was directed by who? A Todd Browning? Whale, oh, whale, James whale. Ah, James sorry. Whale. Good work. Who was? Who was what? Gay. Yeah. Gay. Gay exactly. So and then and and the sort of the homo the homosexual reading was in the original Frankenstein and more so in, in maybe Bright. it's a homosexual master race that we're trying to create. No, no, he wasn't. He, the, <laughs> no, this gay spoiled this plan. It's pretty much his big Nazi plan just <laughs> folded like a cheap suit because he didn't foresee that men could also like other men and it's like how is this possible <laughs> just, like you couldn't conceive just two women and one man and just let alone just like two guys how does it you know <laughs> just, <laughs> I like how that. Do they, you know like, i could imagine just baron frankenstein being just so innocent because he probably didn't even know that you could go and marry someone who isn't your sister you know somebody like, should just, have told him <laughs> <laughs> you're not even related Jakob, <laughs> uh, what are your oh, tops? my tops okay yeah if you know if you want to know death auto you have to fuck life <laughs> in the gold bladder <laughs> such a great didn't you line. say that uh, uh guillermo really? del toro sent that to udo care for his birthday that quote <laughs> like yeah. this year yeah yeah on twitter guillermo t- this this year off for his birthday he quoted him. He's, and then he's like, happy birthday, Udo. <laughs> so good. So good. It was fantastic. I have also the uh, 
door slamming <laughs> and cutting off Udo Kier's yeah. hand. And then it's just... Masterful, just, masterful. It's just going full on Kill Bill on, this, on everyone. <laughs> it's just the best. And then at the end, I really I really dig the ending. Like when just everyone's dead and there you can see just this Udo Kier where it's just, just impaled with his liver dangling. And then these... And, and you just think like, oh no, Joe D'Alessandro, what's going to happen to him? He's hanging, no one's going to help him. And he's just, these doors open and these kids walk in. It's like, oh, he's saved. No, he isn't. No, he isn't. Oh, so mm-hmm. good. And then they, they look at each other. And they're just like, fuck me, this is going to get real. Hopefully they just, and then the music yeah. kicks in. I'm like, oh, someone's going to shit in a cup. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it, Pugsley. Okay, Jesus Wednesday. Christ. It should have had... <laughs> It should have had one of those endings where it was like the end question. Yeah, mark. true. Yeah, but the ending is really good, and, this, and with the sort of mu- well, this music and the and the sound of the the clickety clack of the sort of mechanism when they're just lifting. Oh yeah, yeah, they're lower. They're right. lifting. Or I think they're lowering. lifting him just like wow. We just I don't know why they want to lift. Like she's not going to be able to just lift. Yeah. Just 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 <laughs> bring bring a stool right. or something. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> ladder. <laughs> But you know the end. The ending is just the best for me. Like, this is great. Like especially this this carnage everywhere in this room, and then these kids are like, "Well, it's our turn now." So bad, so good. Mm-hmm. Pure, little sociopath. Yeah. Bottoms. That's gonna be difficult, Aaron, because you love this movie so much. What do you not like? Oh. You, you're not allowed to cop mm. out of this, okay? I have. I, I want to <laughs> hear three things. If it would be, yeah. Well. My my top best thing is also my worst thing. That is so freaking disturbing and disgusting while he's uh, having sex in the stomach. In the gallbladder. Uh, yes. In the gallbladder. <laughs> so disgusting. Um, the, the beginning's very long and slow with with the carriage rides. Pony ride is the the pony excessive. ride. It's it, interminable. It is excessive and. Uh, I don't oh, have a come third on. One. Let me see here. That's ridiculous. You gotta have a third one. To think. You're asking me to look at the Mona Lisa and, and point out the flaws. This is in Lawrence of Arabia. Come on. <laughs> she could have smiled, you know? She could have smiled. She could have smiled more. She has or just, kind of you know, like a resting, resting bitch face. Yeah, because she's kind of like, are you done yet, Leonardo? She could have just gone like. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> An easy one is is it's so it's, all these movies are just so misogynist. Yeah, well, we're gonna get to the other one. This is gonna be some much worse, which is so much worse. Jesus, but funnier, uh, funnier. So, what's your third one? We'll did see. you say anything, or did she you just out. try to? Oh. Uh, no, what did I? I did say something. What did I say? That'll General work. Acting. Okay, so but it is a cop out now. The acting. Yeah. It is a cop out. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, fine fine i'm gonna let you off the hook (laughs) i don't want to steal any of your all i'm gonna let you off the spear uh (laughs) with your liver intact kevin that's gonna be easy it's hard to narrow it down if that's what you're asking me and what's funny is like like the element song (laughs) i like this movie much more than blood for dracula yet (laughs) (laughs) truly okay Unenthusiastic th- uh, Serbian hookers. That's number one on the list. <laughs> you like a little more Give enthusiasm. me a little more enthusiasm. 
Like, would you? Uh, this is just. This is like the nineties porn that's just uh, ruined. It's like so. There's the sex scenes are so long, and everyone is clearly not thrilled to be doing it. That's that's the the double gooch. Um, sex, sex with <laughs> sex with viscera. Not that scene. I was like, Jesus, you know, let's. What am I watching? It's one of those moments of like, do I want to continue with this podcast? I mean, what should I, what should I do here? <laughs> I will never watch another horror movie again. Uh, and of course, last <laughs> and least perhaps, Joe D'Alessandro's accent. It was, <laughs> it was, oh, it was so ridiculous. Good one. <laughs> and it's, it goes from bad to worse. Let me just say that. Oh, he goes like he just straight out of the uh, failed audition for Godfather Part Two, and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ, Randy! All right, I have something. I'm I'm not going to count it as my, my among my threes, but I'm going to say, <laughs> wife, husband, brother, sister. What? What? So like, oh, is this where he draws the line? Even mentioned you prude. <laughs> It's like VC Andrews or something. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just so, so thumbs down your, on what, But it's a choice. Hold your horses, Mr. It's Rogers. A, it's a choice. <laughs> okay. So call me a prude. Fine. Okay. So I'm just throwing that out there because I don't think we mentioned that nearly enough. Yes. Freaking weird. Okay. Um, so number th- three. This is the completely the unsexiest yes. foreplay I have seen in anything. This is the, scene. the big open gaping mouth kissing, the knee kissing, the armpit sucking. What is going on? So, yeah. So <laughs> yes, the disgusting foreplay has got to be mentioned on my list. Um, number two, dumping bodies in <laughs> yes. the corner of the lab. By the hand washing not station. <laughs> well, we are finished of this body now. Let's take him with the others. And they just dump it over by the sink in the corner. At least of the do lab. it on a trolley so you can, Jesus, you know, like you can wheel them out, you know? Just toss them in the corner. <laughs> Some... Yeah, they're not going anywhere for a while, you know, till the cleaning staff comes in next Thursday or something. Could like, you imagine the God. cleaning staff in this lab? Like, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the cleaning staff's probably up. Oh, I will do that. I will clean that right away it's for just you. like, Otto, we need to hire lab <laughs> services so they wash my glassware and get rid of my bodies. We don't do <laughs> windows, sir. <laughs> Jesus. And the, the worst, I guess, you know, I don't know. Is it the worst? It's on my list at any rate. We talked about it. The kids spying on everything that's going on that is completely yes. inappropriate. This is so weird. It's not discussed. Is it needed? Like, what is this all about? It's just, yeah. So anyway, that's my list. There you go. I've got four. So one little one is just the idea of pummeling a decapitated corpse. Why? Why would you? Like, the guy's dead. And he's just like, I just for good. social commentary for, on the Canadian seal for good measure, just give him his this bonk. It's like beating a dead horse. <laughs> yeah. um, but really, is it, some, of, some of them have been mentioned. One, I've got the, uh, my note says... <clears throat> Kissing an armpit, bullsack in view, tongue action. Just saying. Some of it was like Greco-Roman wrestling. I think he had the uh, the Countess in a headlock at one point. I don't know what was happening. 
I mean, the, the, con the conviction on Olympic behalf of the actors, because Joe Alessandro is clearly buck yep. naked, right? And then it's just like she's resting on his junk, on his package, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just kissing his armpit. I'm like, the conviction to do this, to fucking Jesus. Like, no, so bad. I mean, you think, like, I was just thinking to myself, like, like when he's undoing his these stitches to go and fuck the life in the gallbladder <laughs> and you just think to yourself like okay i'm not i'm gonna see my dinner again like you know like this is this is this is gross and then I just you walk to the scene and i'm pretty sure he doesn't shave his armpits either <sighs> gross mm. okay number two the lizard scene in the brothel it's like the lizard and they're like ah! and it's just it's a lizard ran Jesus. across his ass and that caused the case of mistaken identity. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's a little grosser. It's gro <laughs> it's just well, a little grosser than just a gecko. And uh <laughs> and uh it's been mentioned, but not in in its entirety. Um the in the beginning which kind of looks like this is like is this like a Buñuel from when they're just riding this horse carriage and my note says the fucking pony bell. Yikes. <laughs> There's this music, the two girls, one cup music in the background, and there's ding 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 the whole time, like five yep. minutes of this bell, just. You see the entire. This trip. is like reverse ASMR or something, like you know, this is just like kill me now, like. Right. <laughs> this would be a good time to cut. You know what I mean. They get on the cart, smash cut. They're at the castle. That's all we need. I don't need to see the entire journey. No. I know, right? But this this is what a filmmaker would do, like someone who knows how to make yes. these things, <laughs> or like someone who, like when they, like I, I don't care, like shoot twenty minutes of footage. I don't care, like just have this pony bell in there, and then in the editing booth while you're assembling, someone should say like, "Paul, this bell's annoying," <laughs> just, and he's just like, "Keep it, make it longer, make it longer, then. He make it like, longer." Because he's like he's on acid or whatever. It's just like, oh, make it longer for me. Just this is so great. Lovely. It's gonna upset so many people so much more than the gay stuff I'm gonna hide in this. I'm a bit in between the Nazi business. While these while with all these hookers and ball socks. It's just so nasty. This a lot of subtext in this movie so, is what you're saying. This is revolutionary. I'm just like yeah, just touched the nerve in there. Like this pony bell. Like I can I can live through like the gold block. A lot of touching nerves in this movie <laughs> okay. as well. This is, the, like, it really just had me at, like literally <laughs> Jesus, yeah so it's time let's move on to blood for dracula how can you leave me alone for so long in this condition where have you been i have splendid news for you the defiori family invited us to stay at the house especially to meet their daughters we go there tomorrow I don't think I have the strength to make myself presentable. You have seen what's happened to me before. Look at this. An extraordinary thing occurred. I was in the tavern to get some more information about the DeFiori family. When someone came in shouting that a girl had been hit by a car and was bleeding. I had to think quickly. I took some bread and ran out. I made my way to the center of the crowd, and there in a pool of blood was a mutilated body of a young girl. I pretended to faint at the sight of her, fell, 
falling into the blood. I could feel the blood seeping into the bread. They picked me up, but not before the bread was soaked with her blood. So blood for Dracula's, I think, just shot back to back with this because they re realized we can do more than one of these. <laughs> it's just an Udo's here, Otto's here, everyone's here. <laughs> so let's just do another one. And then Vittorio De Sica just show, showed up on set and they were like, hi, everyone, you're going to be in the movie. So they made this film and it stars Udo Kier, Otto's back, as Joel D'Alessandro's back, Vittorio De Sica is, is, is in here and a bunch of other people. And it essentially retells the story of Dracula, where this just, I think it's Dracula is old and he doesn't have any, any his whole family's dead and he just travels to, I think Italy. Right. Travels from Transylvania <laughs> right. to Italy to find himself. <laughs> yeah. He because it has yeah. to be a virgin, virgin. and then the virgin. And, and I, why do I say Otto? <laughs> but his his minion tells him that if he goes to Italy, there's there there are very Catholic people, so they they stay virgins until they're yeah. married, so you have a good chance of scoring. Because Romania is chalked sort of... out of virgins. The entire nation. Yeah, because well, he ate all, all of, them. of them. He ate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's empty so he travels there to find himself a bride and uh the go the story goes from there it's essentially dracula so you know it was shot back to back with anything anyway Aaron, again let's start with you again did you see it in the cinema at the right page of 14 oh, yes. fabulous yes <laughs> yes great i don't think this one was 3d thank though. god for that oh <laughs> I don't they, think this they one learned was 3D. A lesson. <laughs> I would say I know they're shot back to back, but production values seem to be much higher in this. And they also had uh, better actresses. Well, I, I. Although it was confusing that you might, one of your daughters might be French and the other one might be Italian. So. Well, it's the, you know. <laughs> And I don't this even one's know funnier, how to, I, I don't think. even know how to explain it away logically. You can't. Like yeah. you cannot <laughs> send them away to separate boarding schools, basically, right? <laughs> yeah, at, at right, right. Two. At birth. You know, so just right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Separated at birth. And then just like these this these three women hoeing in different languages. Pretty much. And they're actually hoeing because they're actually hoeing a field. <laughs> oh. They're trying to make it like a woman's liberation. Like, mom, come on. It's 1759. Of course we're topless on the side of the I road. I mean, it's 1920s, no? Right? <laughs> well, there, there was a car. Who knows? There, there, I don't, there's, there's a car. Oh, there's, there's a, a car. car. It's like a pre... But they're still dressed it's, like uh, in the last film. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because they kept their costumes. The they co costume kept their costumes. Right? Like the wardrobes just drove to the set just as it was. <laughs> <laughs> but you are right <laughs> mom it's 1920 I, it's okay to make out with my sister see they're <laughs> plowing a field like, and they take like, off their clothes did, for no reason like how did you how did you not, not did you think it was like the 1700s and they just talk about communist revolutions for like half the time <laughs> Joan Alessandro yes. goes like you know Karl Marx says this <laughs> that's what that's right <laughs> this is amazing this is a very highbrow uh, bit of cinema. Oh yeah, <laughs> fair enough, Kevin. Yeah, you hated this. Didn't um, you? well, after I saw uh, Flesh for Frankenstein, I told Aaron there was no way in hell we were gonna watch Flood for Dracula, and she wore me down. And six months later, I saw it, and it it is, in my opinion, it is much worse. 
It is much worse. Absolutely. In retrospect, Flesh for Frankenstein had moments that might be considered humorous. Uh, This one... (laughs) So not not partial to uh, Udo Kier vomiting in the bathroom. There's so, <laughs> so, much so much vomiting. So much vomiting. So much. I mean, it's it's like because he keeps sucking. The, At least he's doing it in the bathroom. He keeps sucking the blood of the slutty sisters and immediately turning green and ah, loud vomiting in the bathroom for twenty minutes. Not feeling it. It's okay. You can tell me. It'll be all right. Yeah. Tell me you're not a virgin. And it's ah. like Udo had all the weaknesses, but none of the strengths of uh, of uh, Dracula. You know what I mean? When we, I, I watched it on, I think it was on the Voodoo app, and it was called Young Frank, or excuse me, Young Dracula, trying to cash in on the Young Frankenstein phenomenon. Could you yeah, imagine the surprise? Don't confuse <laughs> the two. Well, not to mention there is no young Dracula in this. There's 20 minutes of him painting his black hair in the beginning of the movie. 20 minutes! <laughs> to right. look like young Dracula. Exactly. It can't be 20 minutes. The 20 minutes of this, 20 minutes of vomiting twice, is, we're already at 60. And there's quite a lot of sex to get that through as well. That is true. A lot of rape. Just joyless, joyless and rape. sex. And rape. Yeah. Our hero rapes the quote-unquote 14-year-old sister to save her from Dracula. What a hero. Yep. (laughs) He's a saint. He's like a saint. Oh, yeah, this one is much more violent towards women. Mm -hmm. He always has to, like, beat them and then, you know, top it all off with a little little sex. And there's the... I'm not sure if this is the uh, youngest... No, that's one of the older sisters. There's a forced blowjob situation in there that I'm just like this yeah. is uncalled for <laughs> this is uncalled for this is this oh, this I mean, like, there's quite a few things that <laughs> yeah. are uncalled for but like, this is <laughs> there's not much that was called <laughs> yeah. for in this movie as far as I'm concerned <laughs> my life. yeah this yeah this one this one's a bit more difficult to kind of just anyway Randy how did you feel about yeah, this yeah I'll 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 keep it brief. Basically the same for opening impression that I had with the first one. Only this one's a little yes. bit more rapey. And <laughs> Just a little uh, bit. I, I still... A suicide of rape. <laughs> I still hold the same, you know, curious measure about how was this? How did this come to be? You know, just what, what what was the deal with this Warhol factory? Just, you know, spitting out this junk and giving artists really don't know what they're doing uh the means to do this but yeah there's a bit of social commentary i guess in here i think the idea is it's a message let's, let's push back it's totally that's totally the time let's push back on prudes like randy and the last generation you really and, embraced it or you know, sexual you, or freedom just really just sticking it to me for calling you a prude jesus sorry yeah well <laughs> I'm just like, they don't know that as soon as I finish recording, I'm going to don my latex suit. (laughs) 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 I'll just go watch my Blu-ray of Exactly. They don't know me. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, it's cut from the same cloth, this thing. Totally cut from the same cloth. Well, and that's the craziest thing. I mean, in Flesh for Frankenstein, the sex was ostensibly consensual. Where in this one, it's like for no reason, it's got to be forced rape. 
Like even the ch- the ladies are willing. You're like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I've still got to rip your bodice off and shove you down and get it. It's like I'm saying yes. Uh, what are you doing? Yes. It's <laughs> give me a second to improve. Yeah, but I've got to verbally berate you first or I, slap you. He says, yeah, it's, <laughs> I'd rape the hell out of that hua. <laughs> he literally says oh, that. Goodness, I don't think. It's- <laughs> Yeah, I hope they put it's, that uh, on his it grave. Is, it is on some. I mean, I mean, no, nah, it is on my list of of potential bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Good lord! It's probably not the soundbite to lead no. in. No, no, but this is, someone wrote this line, right? <laughs> and they said, "Yep, that's yeah, that will that will that's lie. the line. Put that anyway. on the poster." <laughs> I'll say this. I would like to live in a world where they just all ad lib the whole thing. I think they did kind of, sort of. Like, like Larry be, did. It kind of sounds like they did, at least. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm told that they were just maybe it wasn't for maybe it wasn't Flash for Frankenstein or maybe it wasn't this that they like they write Udo Kier's lines. They wrote Udo Kier's lines like on the day. Yes, or something oh, like that. Shocking. So, so it kind of sounds like that. But um, I'll say this: I kind of like Flesh more than this, partly because it looks like Flesh was, uh, like a bit more sort of happily amateurish. Like this time they were like, "We've done this once, guys, with these people, so let's just do it properly now." Like, and they just they kind of have this sort. Of, the movie has this sort of self seriousness about it, and I have a feeling that as a result of this, you you kind of have to take seriously all the sort of sexual violence that's on the, in, on display in there and it's just like because if you think about like oh in flesh is just oh all the sex is consensual it's not really like there's there's this guy raping a corpse in a gallbladder a corpse not cannot give consent i will stipulate well <laughs> it's implied it's consent implied. exactly and then and then she, they they they're doing these sort of like these with these puppets now now kiss and they're just uh, and then this this brothel and this clearly I, su- I suppose this well I suppose it's consensual but well, I'm not, not sure. Yes, how. I mean I don't want to moralize. I mean there's nonstop murder so, and necrophilia, so yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, so there's that. But then I'm just thinking this film makes us pine for the good old days no, when we watch Flash for Frankenstein. I, I mean they're cut from the same cloth essentially. Like there's it's still like a soft core porn rendition of Dracula. Only this one's a little bit less fun. I agree with that. Well, I... and then Go ahead. Uh, yeah, and it has this sort of message as well. It's not instead of the you know oh it's about the Nazis. It's now about the sort of communist revolution taking t- just and commenting on like the um, I want to say uh, like the old world, like the aristocracy just eating itself, right. and then just making space for for and how how the proletariat the uh, these the the working like I'm not a servant. <laughs> you are literally the definition of a servant. We pay you to. Yeah, you answer like, the door. Yeah. I just, I just, yeah. I just work here. I and just, just work like here. no, it's just, it just, I just work. <laughs> worker equals servant to me. It's just this is social commentary, yes. folks, right? Like, and, but, it makes no sense. And then yeah. there's this. <laughs> yeah, and then just Joe D'Alessandro has this sort of hammer and sickle graffiti in his house. <laughs> <laughs> just to you know just to make sure that he's serious and I'm, I'm i think to myself like this is like he like oh did he watch a few godard films and he's just like now he's all communist and shit well and, <laughs> it's we, and we kind of said that flesh for Fra- frankenstein was ostensibly a comedy but never when it's joe d'alessandro 
Like he is never pushing forward anything that's lighthearted or funny. He's always stone cold serious. His right. dad inside. But, but he He doesn't even raise an eyebrow. But if it's a comedy and he's he's taking it seriously, it still can be read as comedic, yeah? I think it depends right. on the situation. Like you watch like Leslie Nielsen. Like Leslie, Leslie, Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Yes, right. Exactly. Is that what it depends yeah, though. But not in here. <laughs> Not in here, no. though. In here, everyone's Leslie Nielsen, and all of a sudden, like, you're in Kramer versus Kramer. Like, this is... Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen and Kramer versus Kramer isn't isn't funny in that moment. You know? That's not funny in and of itself. Like, if... Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what's the appeal here? Like, what's 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 the missing ingredient? Or, because like, it was like, Aaron, do you like it more? Or do you like it less? Oh, I liked it more. Yeah. Why? I think <laughs> I I just what? thought he was even, hurt you? I thought it was even more outrageous. I mean nothing can top uh fucking life in the gallbladder. I mean nothing can top that. No. But I thought this was more a, a more consistent film. This is a tough And I love the ending. Well they said the critics find the this movie, Blood for Dracula, funnier and sexier. And I'm like, oh for two big guy. There's no way. It's like I mean Funnier and sexy. I mean, there are elements of this where you can say, "Yeah." There's not a god. There's not a no. goddamn thing sexy no. about either one of these movies. If you take out a few scenes out of this film, like if you take out the sort of oh, and a few lines, like I rape the hell out of out of this whore, and then or or the the, the weirdly forced blowjob situation. There. If you take take this out, maybe because then there's these like these two women who are supposed to be these um. I don't know if they're in Dracula. There'll be these these two sort of like I can't remember what what the they are, but they're just like women demons, yeah, yeah. So I suppose they're kind of like a throwback to this, but then right, it kind of just has this like this is not this is not right aftertaste. Like right. this is like you know, there's shit in this chocolate. <laughs> right, just, the aftertaste, <laughs> the taste, the before taste. Pay extra for it's, that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, because there's there's a there are elements in here that I like. Like I like I really like the violence in this film. Like it's like the blood and have and and the ending of the film is just in its own league. Like it's just it's just ridiculous. <laughs> but then it's almost like if you could splice it together into a single film, like cut out the parts you don't like. Like I then love it would just the be ending. credits. Yeah. Credits. I leave the theater. <laughs> and then you have to live with the music as well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we still need some Udo Kier. I like Udo Kier in this a lot. I think is I think he's actually quite hilarious. As is uh, Otto at at is times. Otto? He's, he's no. not he's Otto, Otto, but it's I don't know Fritz or something. And I don't know. He's he's uh, for for the rest of history. He's now right. Otto. <laughs> he's Otto in the Otto, first movie Otto? when he's the when he's yeah. allegedly like the hunchback, right? Oh yes. yeah, yeah. It's all he's straight, he's straight blending together. Yeah, it does kind of morph together. Right. Totally. Arno Jürgen as uh, his Anton. Anton. That's what. It, that's Anton. Yeah. Yeah. Was Dracula's manservant. Yeah. His manservant. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think there's some some Adams family influence here, and I even wonder. I don't know too much about Jacques Tati, but I wonder if there's even a bit of a play for some of the playfulness, like the goofiness of the car and some of the interplay when uh anton goes to 
the bar and he's introducing himself to people and he comes across Polanski. There's some sort of fun, weird stuff in here. Do you know what? I didn't recognize Polanski. In it. Like you told me this, like this Polanski in this yeah. scene, I can watch this. He's in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> and we were trying to figure out how do you win the game against Polanski? He's like, do what I do. And then he does whatever. It's like, and eventually you mess up. So you lose. Otherwise you just play forever. I'm not sure how this game works. This is like Jaws three. This is like Jaws three all over again. Yeah, Let's play standoff. <laughs> I want to play standoff. Do not. Yeah. Do not. What's standoff? The fuck is standoff? Like, how do you play this? Well, why did? Why are you so obsessed about standoff? Like, it's like, it's, is this what these people do <laughs> in this in do. this village? Like, there's no. I don't know. Yeah, they do mime or whatever it is, and you have to do something that the other person can't repeat. It's essentially, an acting exercise, right? What it's a like... great game. I mean. The... <laughs> These are like kid games, you know. It's like red light, green light, or Simon Says, or whatever. And then they... But I guess if you're playing with drunks and you're playing for drinks, and then they just go like, Let's and go money because they're slapping right. down some cash. Go and too. Some <laughs> the whoas. But but Kier is also hilarious in here. The way that he's just constantly complaining. He he's like a. I want my coffin the to worst sleep customer. <laughs> Oh, he's like the worst person. If you worked at a tele for a telemarketing agency that received inbound calls, and you're getting people who complain, like getting Udo Kier from this film would be just brutal. That is not how I want my salad. I want a very specific salad. Oh, they use so much oils in Italy. They put oils on everything. It's terrible. My bed is terrible. The light is horrible. I can only eat He's Romanian lettuce. I hate I garlic, this. which is just a recipe for a disaster, by the way. What? Does that like, seem? I'm, a veget- I'm a vegetarian, and it's just like, I don't like I'm garlic. I'm like, what? and you're in Italy, you're an idiot. He, there's that scene. Like, there's going to be garlic in everything. Where he's like literally spazzing out on the bed with his hands in his pants. I need to feed, Anton. I need to feed. He's like, no, no, master, you cannot feed. And get your hands out of your pants. He's <laughs> like masturbating wildly. <laughs> it is terrible. Hostile, Should I step like outside, Airbnb. master? So I can lock the door. Okay. <laughs> Just leave him alone to enjoy his pocket wank. I cannot last any longer. See, I, I think caked into here, there's a, a, a message for assisted suicide because he complains so much. Bring me my coffin. I cannot go anymore. So I think I that's what this is about. It's called the pocket one. This is suicide for the audience, basically. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole like I want I want to congratulate the the people who made this not. film on this whole conceit. Like we need we need we need to retell Dracula, but we need to kind of make it spicy, make it interesting. So let's just make this of count in in Romania. Just take a car to Italy. To find his wa- wife because his manservant tells him there are virgins in Italy because there are no virgins left in Romania. And why couldn't they bring and the sister, the by the way? Conceit. We're going to go to Rom- or Italy tomorrow. Sorry, sis. Coffin for you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You'll get yeah. nothing. Sister you wife. I'm sure it's another sister wife. Oh, Jesus. I mean, this is just like... Uh, get in the coffin, Liebchen. Yeah, that was it for her. Yeah. <laughs> I like the coffin tied to the top of the car, like the Beverly Hills, the monsters. like Grandma on the rocking chair. <laughs> yeah, the it's monsters. like a Mr. Beverly Mr. Bean. I totally forgot about that. Yep. shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, totally like that. I will say there were multiple <laughs> scenes that were uh, stomach churning. I mean, 
There's the scene oh, after yes. the youngest sister is raped by Joe, and there's literally a puddle on the floor, and Dra- she lost at least uh, two pints I mean, in the deflowering. And, and Dracula, I mean, if if this is oh, if God, this, if well, if some people experience that kind of blood loss during during deflowering, then I think eh, hospital, see a doctor, right. I suppose, <laughs> consult a physician. But then again, yes. but how you should, no, but then again, it was a rape. As well. So you should consult the, first an attorney and the police. So you, should, you should consult a physician anyway, and and also Paul Morrissey filmed it. Yes, and and then Dracula's licking it up off the floor. I almost yacked. That is the most gut churning part where he creeps up and Ugh. starts laughing it up in a good oh, way, though. God, was... I would say, oh. in a good I mean, way. The, the licking part. I'm just like, what? So desperate. Look at him. <laughs> You can really feel the desperation. He's such a powerful actor. I mean, I mean, I liked, I liked how you know industrious his manservant is. Like when he goes, like, oh, I can't Dracula. There was this woman, and she got hit by a car or a horse carriage. I don't know. And then <laughs> yes. there's blood, and I mopped it up with bread. That made me yeah, That was rough. And he gives him this bread <laughs> with just soaked up blood, and he goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> awful. <laughs> I, I think those two scenes were worse than so anything else for Frankenstein, honestly. I mean, we're talking about defiling a corpse. Agreed, this was yeah. worse. And you just, yeah, you could, I could eat dinner through this through, the, through right. this defiling a corpse situation. Apart from the stitches. The stitches were just taking me close to my, to yes. my limit. But geez. Yeah. <sighs> so you could say, you go at a dinner table, hey, Ma, pass the salt. Hey, look, here's the uh, sex with the gallbladder. Take, <laughs> Take a look, a look Grandma. Yeah, I would just say. Yeah. But I this is the point of five, no return. You know? <laughs> I'm reaching yeah. for the Pepto Bismol <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but the but the licking blood uh, situation is kind of like uh, <laughs> awful. <laughs> just... It was awful. And you love this area. It was awful. I agree. God, fascinating. I will say though that in the I didn't notice in the flesh, and I did notice in here. There's quite a lot more close-up photography that kind of looks a little bit more artsy. Okay. Where they just just they yeah. just give Udo here when he's just putting on this makeup and whatever. It's just like he's going like, I'm going to this goth nightclub. It's gonna be the bomb. <laughs> I think it's the same it's, cinematographer, isn't it? Yeah. I think after doing Which flesh, he said. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, I've, we've done that one film. I think I have it all figured out now. I mean, I have a feeling that maybe he will. He also said, like, guys, I think I left my wide lens in fucking Serbia. <laughs> so, and it's just, uh, yeah. I have to shoot everything in close. Well, up. I, I know that the effects for the first movie were done by Carlo Rambaldi, who later worked with like Spielberg and like E.T. So, good lord. Could you imagine this, the, the CV of this man? He's like, yeah, so we're going to make this kid's movie? Like, you can't imagine the shit I did. (laughs) See, to me, I thought the cinematography was better. I thought the costumes were better. I thought the sets were better. So, oh, it seems weird to me that this is... They say it was shot back to back, but then they also say that Udo Kier had to lose like 20 pounds for this role. So how does he do that if they're shot back to back? I know, but they said he lost that weight in a week, so they probably took a couple of weeks to reset everything. And they just and didn't to, feed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back to back is probably two, a few weeks apart, I would imagine. Because it's but all I, I different cast too. 
Yeah. yeah it's mostly the same cast, yeah. right? I mean, I suppose. Uh, no, all no, the, it's just the, it's just the women the are the same. I thought the girls the girls are different. are different, definitely. And there's Vittorio yeah, the De Sica is not in the family's different. In the, in the, the, in the, the flash, big right? three are the same. Everybody else is is, is different. I don't yeah. know why I'm calling them the big three, but you know what I'm talking about. The, the big <laughs> three, the holy the trinity, holy trinity. Is, exactly. Is, <laughs> the unholy. Oh, but crap. you have to say, even though it's an entirely different cast, the acting quality about the same. I think the girls went on to do stuff, though. Versus Flesh for Frankenstein, if you were not part of the big three, you just retired from <laughs> You were forced into that. retirement. Yeah. You were forced. You were driven out of the country <laughs> with do you a see, stick. Do, do you think they could do the sign of the cross with, like, in the name of Udo and Arno and Joe D'Alessandro? <laughs> That's a shirt. That's selling it. You need an Etsy store. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. If anyone's really deeply religious and now feel, feel feels offended, like well, well done for sticking with us for two hours. <laughs> uh, but you know, I mean well. Okay. Just don't buy the merch for Do this not. episode. No, no. Yeah. Um, and also, like, don't We're watch the film. Posing questions. questions. Posing questions. Social commentary. You know. The social commentary. It's an educational. The social commentary. That's interesting, no? Like this sort of idea of like there's this sort of pro proletariat because Joe D'Alessandro is kind of like this sort of the uh, the the Leninist sort of yes. guy, saving the world, mm. saving the young women from the from this <laughs> one rape at a time. From the horrors of virginity. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, provocative, yes. I mean, it's and just really, really, really just leaves this bad aftertaste. But like, I could, I could see this sort of okay. Well, there's there's a social commentary sort of in there in this sort of provocative way. And it's just like, what do you guys think about this sort of like? Because one's about Nazis, one's about communists. Thoughts? It's deep. <laughs> I think it's trying to show us <laughs> that he's well, the hero. <laughs> But rapey. The communists but ra- are not ra- good because it's still a misogynistic society. And if if you decide to vote communist communist at the next election, then Joe D'Alessandro gets to rape your family. Well, but then I would uh, I would argue that communists win at the end. Right? He's the hero of the movie. Because then just don't, Joe D'Alessandro essentially just go and dismembers the. Uh, the uh, let's just say the avatar for the old world like the count yep. like he's the royalty who goes and seeks wives mm-hmm. outside of his country because he's bored and old and rich and then this sort of aging royalty in italy vittorio de sica goes like oh, I'm, I'm going to london to gamble my shit away and the furniture is made of wicker because why not <laughs> to piss the money away <laughs> And so it kind of feels like there is a commentary on this. Like this is like a this is like a lefty movie, you know. <laughs> it's a warning. It's like uh, the end of Planet of the Apes. Like you, it's America. What's the you, you damn you to hell. Damn. Hold on. No, you just, blew it up. Hold on. You did it. Yeah. You blow it yep. up. God so damn you all to hell. Yes. <laughs> No, it, it seemed like his. This is my best Charlton. <laughs> that's a good Charlton. He, he uh, his political leanings seemingly had nothing to do with anything. It was almost like Joe is just kind of riffing on his own political beliefs, for all we know. So you think this is just an accident that he was just like, let's make one of these guys communist and put a hammer and sickle in his room. 
Like, there's got to be a reason I don't know what it, it is. Like, though. I, I mean, I, I want somebody b- made a choice. I just don't know why they made the choice. Especially when they have Anton goes like, you, uh, are, you, are you the servant? Can you help me with, with the coffin? And it's like, I'm not a servant. I'm a, I'm a worker. Servant, worker. It's the same to me. It's, it's the just, same to me too, so frankly. It, it, no, no, but then if you, <laughs> if you think about it, like, it's like he said, look, well, this is Jakob again being a fucking tool. <laughs> it's just, like, I'm just thinking to myself, like, like, the communists would see themselves like I'm a worker. I'm a working class. I, this is a class war, and I'm I'm gonna be on top. The workers I'm gonna are gonna win this war. And then he said, and and then because we're we're better than you, the ruling class and whatnot, right? And the then he's and we're not your servants. And then he's just putting him in his place. So I'm just thinking like this is like written with con- some kind of conviction in mind. I'm just I want to believe that then Morrissey and Warhol were, were like this is gonna be totally like in their own asset as well. Like this is gonna be totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, or on coke. I don't know what what was in vogue at the time. Probably golf. Well, I mean, <laughs> now the rapes make the rapes make perfect sense now because we're gonna dilute the aristocracy with worker seed. See? And then I'm we'll telling take you, over. This is yeah. You're onto it. Yeah, I think I'm onto something in here. It's just like the the it's a, such a provocative way of saying this that you're just like, wow. It's like you know, like Rob Zombie looks subtle in yes. comparison, you know? <laughs> if you yeah. crack this code, you've written your doctoral thesis and next time we meet it'll be uh doctor. Yeah, true. Yeah. But, but um, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna write a, a thesis on on Paul Morrissey's porno politics. I don't know. <laughs> the subtext, <laughs> the subtext of... of the Andy Warhol film. Jesus. Yeah, I think this is all pushback against the old world order, which is, you know, rich people and... Corrupt, decadent. Yeah, pushback about all that. It's all about sexual freedom. And maybe we can make something of softcore porn going mainstream and i just i think that's sort of the overwhelming uh attitude that's you know driving the writing of this and they're finding a comp to the russian revolution great but Mm -hmm. i think that it was just someone's idea well if this comp to the revolution is there why don't we put the hammer and sickle on his wall in bright red paint that's genius in case nobody got it at first i know right brilliant we're gonna be so subtle (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, um, well, well, I mean, the sexual freedom only applies right. to Alessandro. I mean, yeah, the girls are making out, but they they suffer from Joe Joeitis throughout are the they, film. He's the only yeah. one unscathed. But do they think? Yeah, they his, haven't thought through the sexual freedom. Yeah, thoroughly. He's also <laughs> in in the beginning. Well, they're trying like they're hoeing this the, the feeling. Is like she goes like, oh, it's so hot, and it's just. Just lets the puppies out, right? And then just Joe D'Alessandro <laughs> comes and, and mom goes like, cover yourself, you fucking whore. And it's just, and then he, and Joe D'Alessandro goes like, cover yourself, like, cover yourself. Like, okay, well, so, okay, well, clearly these women are all about sexual freedom and these people are just like, no, no, just know your place. Like, okay, I don't quite get it. But equally, would you say that se- sexual revolution of the time was kind of sort of like, like appended on the sort of communist revolution as well so is this like one and the same anyway no i think it was birth control fair enough yeah (laughs) but they don't have it in the 1920s therefore oh yeah well it was the rhythm method back then 
<laughs> That's right. I have I have to for the 1920s sexual revolution uh, uh, in in Eastern Europe. Let's discuss that. Jesus, I, I keep forgetting it's the, uh, the the old fashioned pullout method. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or you're marking the calendar the good old Catholic way. Yeah. Take your temperature. Take Honey, your temperature. Here's that week we can get crazy. <laughs> This is the Catholic way, and then whereas the kids will be like, "This is that week where we can't get crazy." <laughs> just stay away, Joe D'Alessandro. Stay away. <laughs> just, but he's just—he's not gonna stay away because that's just his character, you know. The next film is just some Eastern European country when Joe D'Alessandro just runs up in a cart impregnating women as he goes. They don't even have a monster. <laughs> he is the monster. Okay, don't ask. It's just porn. Don't, don't tell me how. Don't He's... ask me how I know this, but this, this kind of sounds like this. There's a whole series of, of of films with a guy called Rocco C. Freddy where he just goes from country to country, and he's a you know porn actor known for his. That's that Italian porn star, right? I'm not sure if he's Italian or, or American. He's probably Italian, but he's known for like real nasty shit. And then like there are just just, just uh, they had this sort of like years and years ago. So I think he's like old now, but they were, they were, they, they were, he was like famous for this. Apparently, they just went through the entire I think I don't say world, but like, at, at least Europe, country to country, and they shot at least one movie with like local porn stars. And <laughs> so. I'm not sure if he has like a Guinness world record for this, but I'm very pretty sure if there is a rec- world record for this, he'd be closing that. So he's like George Alessandro. A smaller Forgive picky. me if I don't Google any of this. <laughs> don't Google any of this. Don't, don't ask me how I know. This is this is this is knowledge I took. This is knowledge yeah. I took out of high school. You know. <laughs> just... Netflix now has a a, a a movie about him called Super Sex. About whom? George Alessandro. Rocco, just don't, uh, just don't watch it. It's gonna be gnarly. <laughs> According to Variety, it's not very realistic. Well, is that good? <laughs> Who's who stars as Rocco? Shia LaBeouf in his most travel role. Oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> and this is current. This this was September twenty. Well, you know, LaBeouf uh, means in French the beef. <laughs> oh Lord. There we oh, go. Maybe. It's a documentary. Yeah, oh, shot oh. in Rome. So, um, yeah, he's he he is in it. Jesus. He has two art house films. That means besides the porn, there's some other things in it. Uh, you know, I'll pass. <laughs> we're taking we're taking a dive into the dark web. I don't know where if I we know going here about this. This is gross. No, no. Yeah, I can't. I can't get into googling. This is my work laptop. No, don't. No, do not. Do not <laughs> on your work laptop. If you watch the series, you we are who we are. That Italian series that was on HBO. Is this the Luca Guadagnino uh, series? No, uh, Francesca Man- Manieri. Uh. Mil- militant feminist. Is this... The series is called Super Sex. Oh, I'm not watching that. Super Sex. No. <laughs> Super. Don't watch, watch it right now. Wait till we finish, right and then you can do what you want. <laughs> I don't. Uh... Actually, I watched a documentary on him, and all his stuff was like slapping women in the face and then forcing them to have oral sex in Eastern Bloc countries. And so it's Joe Delisandro's method, is what you're saying. 
Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> exactly. So on that note, <laughs> we got, we got us again. We're down let's the, get the back rabbit the hole. So let's just exit the rabbit hole, <laughs> the glory hole, oh, Jesus. and just Here talk about the violence for a second. Because I think Aaron, you're the f- you're a fan of how the movie ends, and we kind of have to say like this because it's a, essentially it's Dracula, so it's just instead of Van Helsing, you you have John Dal- Joe D'Alessandro just running a stake through Dracula, and then some. What do you think about this? But that's but that's after they literally did the Black Knight from Monty Python, <laughs> yes. where they just start cutting yeah. little pieces of him off. It's but a scratch. It's only a flesh it's wound. It's but a scratch. Come over here, I'll bite your ankle. <laughs> yep. Joe's chasing him around. I mean, that was the best. That's the best True. part of the whole movie, right there. Yeah. Where he's still cursing. He like has one leg at one point. He's <laughs> talking, talking shit and talking trash. For, for me, like one scene, I mean, this is going to make an appearance because I have like almost two lists of cool things from this movie. One is funny, one is not. Anyway, but then <laughs> the one one scene that's, that's not related to violence, but just in relation to how cool it is when we haven't touched it, is when Anton speaks directly into the lens. Did you notice that? <laughs> no. When he, uh, when is this? He speaks to the mum and then she blurts out that she has this other daughter and she's 14 and he goes oh so you're not so you must be a virgin you know you're a virgin and then as he's saying this to her he says this directly into the lens so he's looking at yep. you with his, with his eyebrows and he's just oh i i think the count would be would be very very fond of you and it's just like he's just putting his charm on or at least he's trying right but it's so it, it feels like you're in like a Michael Hanukkah film where it's just like I, I'm for all like Anton's trying to rape me right now. Like this is not good. <laughs> and you know It's just it's just weird. But anyway. Alright, I wanna give you a little bit of evidence here. Mm-hmm. So this movie okay. came out in seventy four. Yep. The Holy Grail came out one year later. I claim they ripped him off. The Monty Python ripped it off. It's not, you know, not outside yeah. of the realm of possibility. I mean, you can claim whatever you want. I that mean. makes this film iconic. Uh, but does it make it iconic or does it make it, it iconic it like the right, Zoomers so say it must it's be iconic. true. <laughs> <sighs> it is, you couldn't, the, the Holy Grail just wouldn't have been the same without this film. Oh, well, and that could, could be. be. I mean, you can I don't see believe this. it. <laughs> It feels right, so it must it be true. It feels so right. If it feels right, <laughs> but, it is right. But Monty Python were able; they were able to recreate this vibe over and over and uh, make it work for a whole film. It's just they watch yeah, this. How, guys, how about we take out all the sex here. and rape and just do something right. out of what's left? And all that's left is the scene in the end. Yes, they, they captured <laughs> oh, the they, vibe of they have Blood to take for Dracula away, over yeah. and over again in Monty Python and Holy Grail. Yeah. I've often said Monty Python just didn't have enough rape. It's been said Jesus a thousand Christ. times. <laughs> now that's I mean Randy, are you going to be putting, are you going to be putting together some reels from this? Because this episode has sound bite galore. I I I should be putting together some reels. Like yeah, if you, Ryan, if you have, the best of Let's pray to Jesus. 
Sweet Jesus, please make sure that this show does not take off. And then, then there's always 30 people listening. Because if anybody from this room runs for office, we're in deep yeah, shit. It's an, it's an impeachable act, no question. <laughs> Let's hope the administration at the school I work is not listening here. Amen. Because, um, you know. We're not taking this seriously, folks. So disclaimer: this is all jokes, okay? No one's because you have to be you have to be specific these days. This is all humor. You're right. <laughs> let me let me clearly state. I mean, I can't speak for everyone else, but I'm opposed you can't to speak rape. For I don't know about the rest of these guys, but I'm not in favor of rape. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Randy's on the fence. <laughs> He's on the fence. <laughs> Look, the, si- the science is an idiot. He's got to process he, it. Pro- he needs... He <laughs> yeah. hasn't, hasn't met his Joe D'Alessandro yet. To just bring him over the... Gassed with where this is going. <laughs> Rape causes communism. There's the message. Yeah. <laughs> There's the message, yeah. yeah. One, just changing the world. One rape at a time. One rape at a time. <laughs> oh, you gotta say like that. The, well, this, the, uh, my note says in here. This is like a, it's like Joe Alessandro's pickup lines. Just like so. Do you need some? We need to take care of that virginity of yours, like right away. This is like straight from a porno. Like, it's just. This is. Yeah. Well, this is. But, this is. This is a pitch to make a porno mainstream. But, That's you know, what this is all I about. mean, in a way. Like in a porno, it will be kind of sort of like the plumber walks in, so yeah, I, do you want me to snake your drain? And then music kicks in, do and you we're want going. Me to snake your drain? <laughs> That's another shirt you're going to sell at your yeah. Etsy store. <laughs> <laughs> Soundbite recorded. I mean, I've heard I'm here to lay some pipe. I don't remember if I'm here to snake your drain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, if they were really after like making pornography mainstream, then this would be like this is where the music kicks in and they're just going into a chicken down. Yeah, chicken but down, it goes down. completely consensual. It's like, well, let's do this and let's just forget about the fact that the character is supposed to be fourteen years of age, but the actor's clearly thirty, so right. it's fine. But but you know, but it's not. Those were rough fourteen years. <laughs> But then it kind of just goes into a. It's, it's like, whoa, do you want me to take care of this virginity? Girl's like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> so it's like, well, all I heard is yes. All I heard was yes. <laughs> I think Morrissey, though, I think he's on the same page as as National Lampoon. What can we do to shock? And I, I think that's all this is. Cox. And it's it's just not coming in. Cox, Cox will shock. <laughs> Cock shock. <laughs> but I think that's all that this that's all that this is. And you know, with National Lampoon, you can go from page to page and get something slightly different. Whereas this is just shock value that's sort of sustained for whatever this is, right. an hour and a half mm-hmm. or something. It kind of I can't we're yeah. all jaded, so I can't even imagine what it would have been like in nineteen seventy four having this roll out in front I think of it was X rated, no? It had or unrated. Because uh but there was a distribution market for this stuff. Like Deep Throat made a hundred million dollars or something back. I don't think there. this and did. No, this didn't. But there was there was certainly the idea that these films 
can make moolah, right? Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that had an X. Which, and, yeah, I have to you know, say. That had a big market by the time it. I have to say, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah, yeah. if you watch it, you really don't see anything. They show you nothing, but it's Agreed, just the yeah. idea of it is so not much uh, bothersome. That's right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was afraid. I was afraid <laughs> right. to see it. For I was years. too. And then you watch it, and you're like, yeah. "Is this what I'm? What I was it's afraid good. of?" Because like you're already so desensitized from all this of 1970s yeah. gore horrors and porn that you watched at the ripe age of 14. The ripe right like, age of 14. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see. Here Morrissey's showing yes. everything, <laughs> but Hooper showed very, very little, right? Uh, yeah. It's almost like like you're... I like to think the Morrissey you're talking about the is the singer Morrissey. I like I'm gonna in my mind, every time you say Morrissey, I'm gonna assume that Morrissey wrote and directed this. <laughs> Yet it was the man Paul Morrissey. So sad. Man of Jesus. men. Champion of Delisandro. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. It's 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 a weird one. So, is it time? I think it's time to go through our, through our top threes and both of these and peace and peace out because right? I think we're running out of gas on blood. On blood <laughs> Unless there's something you really want to get off your chest, Kevin. I know you're you're itching for just some extra communism talk. <laughs> I think I'm covered. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> uh fair enough. Aaron, yes. we ran deep on we this did. one. Jesus, and in more ways than one. Like everything, <laughs> everything's kind of like hilarious. Everything you could, you could add this yeah. sort of auto of like, like if you know what I mean like right. to, to everything. Absolutely, on here. <laughs> you're in deep on this. If you know what I mean, Jesus, uh, Aaron, what's your tops? Show us your tops from oh. this film. For sure, chopped up Udo Kier, still scrambling, still scrapping. Uh, that number one for sure. Um, honestly, that's the best part of this thing. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> am I right or am I right? That is the best. That's part. the best part of it. <laughs> that's a low bar to clear. In uh, all honesty, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, I, I was going to throw out the uh, lapping ah. of the menstruation blood, but I'm going to save that for my bottom. How can you just... <laughs> These two categories does, are not just, the same. Oh, I don't want to put it on my top list. This is going to go on my bottom. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> I didn't, just walk me through this logic. <laughs> it's got to be talked about. At the ass end of this episode, yes. so it's got to be on one of the lists. If you know what I mean. That's either yes. my favorite or my least favorite. I can't decide. That's what she said. It really depends on the That's mood right. of the day. There, Oh, yeah. That has to be my bottom. Good. It is the menstruation. It is so nauseating. Nauseating. <laughs> I don't have three of anything. Pass. Next. This is like your favorite film of all time. And you're just like, nah. I'm done. Nah. I mean, I suppose it's a bit too right I suppose for its own good. Uh, yeah. Uh, fine. Fine. I'm going to let you off the hook. Like, like Leatherface. Uh, <laughs> or, or the kids in Flesh for Fun. Uh, like the kids. Uh, no, they didn't yeah. let anyone off the hook. <laughs> No. Like he's look, he's on the hook. Let's keep him. Can we keep him, Dad? Can we keep him? Oh, Dad, Dad, what did you do to Dad? 
Wow. Anyway, Kevin, uh, top three. It was rough sledding. Uh, I, I thought it was hilarious that Romania was a lot of virgins, a lot of virgins. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> um, and also Italy is full of whores. Italy's full of whores and Romania has no more virgins. Uh, I liked chopping Udo is what I wrote down. That was hilarious. Yeah. And the bizarre, unmotivated nudity in the field. Hilarious. We're just like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Okay. Your blouse is open. Your bodice. Okay. Good work. Yeah, like they, they're trying to get some vitamin D, you know? There's... It was a warm day, yeah. It's a warm day, you know? It was medicinal. Hot in the field. It's health. It's, it's health. It's a very communist sort of situation. These hot women just in the field, just working. It's kind of like a like like a like a Soviet poster. This just very woman much so. Sort of shirt, just, <laughs> just sweating and. It's the flirty fishing lure you into the trap. Yeah, and then Joe Alessandro comes in. He comes in here with his just with his just textbook communism. Like, ah, bend over. I'm gonna fucking show you the real communism. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Manifesto. The hammer just, and the now, sickle. Let me show. Like you've seen the sickle. Let me show you my hammer. Whoo! <laughs> 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 Is that all three? That was. Huh? I have three. I'm done. You didn't cop out on me. And you'd be thankful for the three. <laughs> I've got no spares. There are no spares. Randy, give us your... These are your top. Right. Do you have three? Yeah. Udo Kier. I thought he was hilarious in this, so I'll pick him throwing up in a bidet, of all things. The leg Womity. shaking. Womiting. Womiting. <laughs> Womiting from many different angles into a bidet. Blood and body convulsing. Great stuff. Um, there's a line where Anton, he's talking to the mother, and uh, he goes, "I'm oh, very disappointed. <laughs> Neither daughter is a virgin. A Neither daughter is a virgin. It's a virgin." And the mom responds with this beautiful line, "Your father will be so disappointed." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the dialogue in this! And then the finale, I also have. Cutting off Udo Kier's appendages. So ridiculous. So fun. <laughs> Wonderful spectacle. Fantastic. And he's just mad <laughs> as a hat. He's just screaming and angry the whole yeah. time. Things are chopping off. So that's made three out of three lists so far. Okay. Ooh. Drum roll. Is it, is it going to be on the last? I've got five things. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so a few honorables. More so a few honorables. One is this of when Anton speaks directly into the lens. It's very upsetting. He's like, ooh. You're 14. You are virgin. <laughs> it's very upsetting. It just feels it makes me feel like oh, he's ogling me. Jesus, like oh. <laughs> and I've got okay. The, the list goes. Udo vomits for the first time into the into the Udo vomits. Sorry, for the oh no, sorry. There's another one. Udo eats bread. <laughs> Udo, oh yeah. Udo vomits for the vomits for the first time in the bathtub. Udo vomits for the second time in the bidet. Like a gentleman. <laughs> like like a gentleman. Yes. <laughs> Ud- another note I've got. Udo, k- Udo licks blood. <sighs> like a tramp. And then Udo dies. That's my... <laughs> that's what... That's, it's an all it's Udo, Udo great life cycle list. of Udo. Yeah. Here, extravaganza. Because like, I, c- I couldn't put anything related to Joe D'Alessandro on the uh, top list because he's a rapist. So uh, not, not good, good because 
I don't I don't know if people got the message, but I'm opposed to rape. I like my protagonist to have a little less. <laughs> okay, rape. well that that's two of us that's now. Of us, we yes. haven't heard from the rest. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I reserve judgment. Randy's still on the fence. <laughs> it's yeah. just ooh. Get back to this movie's. You think about it. This movie's gross. This movie is gross. I can think. It is gross. It is gross. Oh, they're both gross. Speaking of gross, bottoms. All right, the the lapping of the menstrual blood, the eating of the bread soaked in dead lady blood, and any of Joe D'Alessandro, Let me slap you a couple of times uh, before I force you to give me a head. Uh, Fair enough. That's a strong, that's a strong list. list. Uh, I have some similar list here. I blood vomit. Forty-five minutes of blood vomit. Not feeling it. Licking the blood off the floor after. Oh, so it's my top list. Are you reading my top list? Blood shirts. <laughs> it's the and, best and, and the worst. Say, it's like Joe's turning a yes into a no with his nonstop rape. It's like give me. We've had sex multiple times. You know I'm down. No, you're still going to rip my bodice off and push me down. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Not feeling it. Far enough. They just felt there wasn't enough rape in the first one, so they double had to down. double down. Triple down. Yep. Triple down. Just, it's a triple down economics. Triple okay. down. <laughs> <laughs> that was three. I go That's through my three, three quick, All man. right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, you sure do. Okay, I got a mini ugly. Um, just because it's it's silly. Uh, the bar game with Roman Polanski. It's, it's just a copy what I do, and we get we get not just one round, we get two whole rounds of it, and it is just so silly. Um, and it's just weird that Polanski is there, to be honest. But okay, now for my my real. Oh, I've got another mini ugly. Joe D'Alessandro's accent. <laughs> But he's just oh, being, it's just, offensive. He's just being like I know it's, it's a theme throughout the whole episode, but I, I gotta mention it here. Um, okay, number three, legit Udo Kier licking the blood, the menstrual blood off the no floor. No one likes it. So <laughs> gross. This is so, so gross. gross. Repellent. <laughs> but that—that's why it's on the two. top list because it's supposed to be a gross out <laughs> film, no? It's like it's yeah. like it's nope. not supposed to be like no, money pit, right? <laughs> it is. Wait a minute. A it, it is definitely film. supposed to be money pit with Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Joe D'Alessandro's verbal, physical, and sexual abuse, slapping, belittling, and sexually assaulting yep. all of the sisters. The spinster, the oldest, weirdest one. I was waiting for him <laughs> yeah. to rape the mother. I, I equal, figured equal it, it was coming. Yeah, no question. Oh, he was coming. Equal opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> if you really want to give it <laughs> to the, the old generation, if this is a revolution, then yeah, we should probably have seen that. See, inconsistent That's right. Of the Everyone, it should be equal raping. Everyone yeah. should have a chance to get raped. Jesus Christ, the of this sound theme. bites on the sound. And number one, to me, the very concept of raping a 14-year-old to be a hero so that she won't be a virgin so that if that dastardly count gets a hold of her, he will have ruined the count's plans. Just as a concept, this just blows my mind as, you know, because this is choices and decisions that someone came up with in the writing process. So like, how about if a psycho came up with this, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's Paul Morrissey. Yeah. Man. That, Oof. That, that writer's meeting. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's mine. What did Paul Morrissey do after Go to this? Prison? Probably cocaine. <laughs> cocaine, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cocaine. Lots and lots of drugs. I don't know what he did after this. Probably had a break because, you know, like, or fled the country. Because I would want to have a break after this. Just hanging out at Studio 54. Mm. Yeah. What did he do after this? The factory. Oh, no. Oh, it just took four years and he did The Hound of Baskervilles. How much rape was in that? Because why not? Well, it's a good question. <laughs> and how much was committed by Sherlock Holmes? And was Sherlock Holmes, in fact, Udo Kier? Because is there a lost classic that we're not aware yes. of? Arno Yerging is Dr. And Watson. I think I mean, it writes itself. <laughs> it's, it, it has. Guess who yeah. is Dr. Watson in it? Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore? What? Yeah. Well, there's some it's similarity. It's took a turn. <laughs> yeah, Lord Baskerville is Leo Delisandro. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Or he's just the hound, maybe. Who's to say? I'm, I'm gonna go go out on a limb and say there's probably zero rape in that film. Don't don't speak <laughs> so soon. This you is don't like know. a very conventional sort of the hound of Baskervilles. Yeah. Probably in the four years that transpired after this film before he just calmed down. Uh, that. That Sherlock film. Well, I think audiences rejected the idea of mainstream porn and politicians probably campaigned against it, further shooting the idea. Was down, it called? Yeah. Was it called the idea went Andy away. Warhol's The Hound of the Baskervilles? That's the question. <laughs> anyway, my bottoms. I haven't said my bottoms yet. Okay. it's so hot scene like this woman goes like i'm gonna let these puppies loose and this is just a stand-in for the entirety of like the whole body of female nudity that's just out of nowhere in yep. there it's just these women just taking baths standing up like why and it's just it's just it's just so gratuitous it's just it's just bothersome um and then the two other ones i have is the forced blowjob yep. scene which is like oh like you know like why and then, and then the entire conceit of like, well, so we have to take your virginity away, so that the count doesn't take, and then he's just raping a fourteen-year-old girl, and then just the only saving grace from this is this gross-out scene that Udo Kier just goes like, "This is this is my chance of actually surviving because I'm so hungry." That whole my scene is <laughs> just so rough. Like the desperation on in this man because he's like, all he's been eating was like some 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 kind of like garlic blood because I I, I assume this is just as bad. Gar- wait a minute, garlic br- blood? Is that a shot on Italians? <laughs> what are you saying? Babam. <laughs> just I don't know the sort of non-virgin blood. It's kind of like just oh, ah, I see. what did you put in there? Garam masala. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> <Garam> masala. <laughs> it's just Christ. Uh, yeah, so this whole se- this sexual violence in this film is just like no big no no, and it's just oh. Anyway, I would. Oh, I'm sure it was all fun and games in '74. I'm just. I want to say like this probably is part of like At this sort factory. of like <laughs> this sort of I, I don't know conservative versus liberal sort of uh, revolution sort of films like. But. Like I don't know, I don't want to say like like the last house on the left, but this is kind of like if like if the last house on the left is where you draw the line and say like holy shit, this is too much for me, like don't watch this. <laughs> it's it's if it's, last uh, house on the left was a my... comedy, is basically what we're talking about. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Last House on the Left is kind of like it's 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 a breezy 80 minute film <laughs> in comparison. <Breezy. laughs> it's, it, it's just gets so heavy in this in in this film. It's just oof. Udo Kier kind of saves it for me because he's just so over the top. Oh, and I forgot one bottom when he just whines, goes like, I want to go back to my coffin. I want my coffin to sleep in. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> Such a wild bitch. <laughs> anyway, we've done it. We That's talked about Andy Warhol rape, slash yes. Paul Morrissey <laughs> slash Antonio Margariti. Possibly. No, he didn't direct anything of it, right? Did he? Roman Polanski helped out. Well, probably. He had knowledge he on this. He knows. He knows best. Anyway, we've done it. Thanks anyway. Thanks thanks for uh, Kevin, Aaron. Thanks. Super awesome. You've come to uh, share the scene oh, with thank us. Thank you. On this. The pleasure was all yours. This was... <laughs> sure was. Sure was. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on the limit here and blame Nicolo for this. Because he was like, we should totally do this. And, and he's, he's not, not even here. He knew. He knew. He knew what this would, would what this would be. And yeah. he's just like, ha, ha, ha. He's, just, he's just like laughing. It's, we would be in four hours if he was like here. laughing all the way to the bank right now. Faint illness. <laughs> but we got to share this space with you guys. So oh, that was nice. There's that. There's that. Yeah. It was high We're all winners today. Exactly. <laughs> well, we can't all be, uh, you know. Job <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Whatever that means. No. Uh, anyway, so thanks and thanks. Super awesome to have you with Thank us. You. And then we should we should get together Absolutely. again. Maybe we'll. I don't know if you want us. Maybe we'll jump on your show. Absolutely, one day. that'd be great. No. Oh yeah. Uh, so you know. Anyway. Where can we find your show, by the way? Where can we find you and your stuff? Well, we are the podcast that wouldn't die. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on the Insta. Um, and we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere the finer podcasts are available. So enjoy. Awesome. Awesome. Thank awesome. you. And Randy, where are you? You can find me on Twitter at Randy Burroughs. You can find me on Letterboxd at Brad7. And you can find me on Clapper with the occasional essay. Uh, and that's clapperltd.co.uk. And you can find me talk about film Twitter, Jakob Flash Letterboxd, clapperltd.co.uk, flashonfilm.com. Yeah, recently super busy anyway. But anyway, because <laughs> I could just the occasional essay, I'm just like, I know, I know, Randy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just you, you can't believe how little time I have. <laughs> well, hopefully, Andy Warhol will have inspired. I mean, you. I have all the inspiration. In it. It's just like I want the day to have like twenty six hours, and then I will probably have some time to actually do some shit on the side. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. <laughs> um, also, follow the show at Uncut Gems Pod everywhere. Uh, uncutgemspodcast.com is the place where you can go and browse our shizzle and then uncutpatreon.com uh, uncutgemspod is our patreon where you can go and listen to extra podcasts about some extra cool movies in this month Texas Chainsaw Massacre is on display original Suspiria and then Mulholland Drive is gonna make, a sh- m- make make an appearance towards the end of the month and then also if you don't feel like spending money every month you can also spend money once and buy us a coffee coffee.com uncutgemspod and if you don't feel like spending money at all because you know I don't know. You have your reasons. You can always <laughs> <laughs> just leave us a review, leave us a star rating, and then you know, make sure it's not a one-star rating because you know I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna, 
We will fucking track you down. <laughs> exactly. We will send Udo after send you. No, Joe Alessandro. That's what you And and if you, if you just if you if you can anticipate what it's going to look like, just go on the man's Wikipedia page and look at his smile. And you you know he means business. It's just he stays in character this whole time. Still, 1974. He's still he's still trying to just make that revolution happen. What? <laughs> where was i anyway <laughs> next week what are we do next week i know we're well we're, we're gearing up to our halloween sort of situation yeah. so that's kind of a part of it sort of tying to texas chainsaw massacre so we're doing two episodes that kind of sort of tie into texas chainsaw massacre and we're doing nothing but trouble oh no <laughs> no oh! <laughs> one disturbing movie yeah. after another i know yeah, that's what it's, we do. This is how we roll. Like this, this is a job. It's people. all trigger warnings. <laughs> uh, one shitty film at a time. <laughs> <sighs> so look out for that next week. And for now, go and you know, enjoy a salad like Udo Kier with some blood and garlic. I don't know. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>